0: He's won four Stanley Cups with the Detroit Red Wings. He's an author and a rock star. He's reached highs that most can only dream of. He's also hit lows you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy. And now, he's ready to share that journey and that truth with you on Grind Time with Darren McCarty. Please welcome your host, number 25, Darren McCarty.
1: What's up, y'all? It is grind time on this very, I don't, very, 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 freezing cold Wednesday, end of January, I believe the 30th. Am I correct, Mr. Tim? 30th of January. 30th of January, 2019. Grind time with the McCarty. Yes, this is him, four time Stanley Cup champion of the Detroit Red Wings, coming at you live. On Facebook. Uh, we hit 7.30 pretty good, didn't we? Yeah, man. 7.35, dude. Puck drop, right? Nice. We're getting tighter. We're getting tighter. And I want to say thank you. And uh, thank you, Tim. And thank you to everybody who made it happen. We are now on iTunes, which you can, if you listen to this, listen to past episodes. We've had uh, my buddy, Marty who anybody knows from Project Scissorgate, has landed down. You can check out the uh, Grind Time Facebook account. Uh, to see, he's landed in Peru and already bragging about the weather. So, uh, love
0: Marty, love Marty, love I Marty. Thank too. everybody for their patience as we got our um, iTunes submission set up. Um, thank you everybody for being patient. Uh, we're now on iTunes. iTunes approved, and we're also approved on Google Play. So we're in the Google Play Music Store. So. Uh, What happens from there is being on Google Play and then being on iTunes uh, is you start to, other podcast apps start to see it and they aggregate it like they've got weird wizard algorithms. So then now the show will be on Stitcher, it'll be on Podlover, whatever the various apps are, it'll start to be on those apps because those apps scrape iTunes, Google Play, because they're the big daddies. So those smaller apps, they scrape it and they aggregate it, and then they release it on their platform. So you're going to get the grind time however you listen to podcasts, whether you're on iTunes, whether you're on Apple, whether you're on Mac or iPhone or Android, it doesn't matter. It's easy to get to. And thank you guys for the patience. And uh, we're off and running now, man. And we got a great show for our first iTunes show.
1: We do. we got a couple (laughs) things first. And let me get to the piece of paper, because this is the – the important thing to me as we're going forward because it's for you guys out there too to be a part of and as we get this thing kicked off and obviously with the new studio we haven't got it yet but what do you think Timmy uh from talks earlier within Two weeks. the next couple weeks 2 weeks we'll be in the new studio and oh, uh super stoked about if, that yep. so we got grindtimepodcast.com you know Time with Darren McCurdy on Facebook you can see now that uh, hooked up a bunch of stuff. I'm actually trying to figure it out. I'm getting a little bit better. Getting a little bit better. Grind Time podcast on Instagram at Grind DMAC25 on Twitter. Getting in with that. You can also. Um, looking for small, tight, stable sponsors on Grindtime. Want to include companies, products, services that I believe in and could truly get behind. If you're interested in sponsoring the show, email us at, e- email at grindtimepodcast.com. Also, let me mention this early because we are in Radio for One Studios. Uh, don't forget our brothers at the Detroit Cast. We all record. Our show out of Radio for One Studios, uh, Mike Walters, uh, Jay Boger, and Eric Fady, also known as the Big E or Asus, do a show five days a week. Yes. Check the show at DetroitCast.com. That's the family gift. Now, guys, remember I told you? I, yeah, I was looking for a reason that I can't give everybody CBD and give them weed, but I made a shoe, the Enforcer. Well, right now, live, the unboxing. on the air, live. Here's my shoe and I'm unveiling it.
0: This is the unboxing of the official The official enforcer. it's out of the plane like
1: is if it? you don't think I Italy, right? So
0: fragili must be Italian, yeah. This is how it comes in the it white nice. box. Nice, I'm digging the packaging. Oh, look at this. First class. Bro, it says enforces on the box. Check this yeah.
1: out. Up. Tell me that's not... Pam. For
0: those that are listening, we just got a brand new pair of Darren McCarty Enforcers. Fresh this, off the airplane.
2: Now let's look. Oh, man. This, is, this is your own sneaker? This is this mine. This Darren's yeah, sneaker. I just created
1: it. Th- th- nice. Look at this. Made in Italy. Real nice, man. <laughs> Made in <laughs> Italy. Oh, check that out. Impressive. impress This
0: is... Uh, Do you read inside the tongue, too? the camera. Can t- no. What's
1: inside a, the you, tongue. You You got to show them. What does it say?
3: Oh, is that, does it say what it was in the locker room? Yep. No. No. Uh, does it say is a punk?
0: Tough times last. Tough. Oh, tough times never
1: last, but tough people do. Yep. Yeah. Right there on the inside. Right inside
4: tough the tongue. times never last.
1: All right, here's the test. I got to put them on. Yep. All right. Here we go. What size foot you got, man? 12. Cool. Oh, Yeah.
4: Here it is.
1: So this is the first time This is the first I this is the first time I I got them. Now I got hey, This is the first time anybody's putting them on,
0: man. Yeah, this is the unbox. Here you go. I've gotten this uh, looking God, pretty good. Smell, dude. I don't It'll know all you on. smell fetish people out there. It's nothing like the smell of brand new shoes. Oh Holy cow. How they feel, hey, Mac? We're letting
5: them
1: talk. How they feel? Man. Wow, I'm going to have to do a uh a full trial from both. I'm going to have to do a See, I'd have Wow. To un- it's a nice
4: sign, comfortable
1: right, and out, out, right out of like the box. the way I was taught when I was... talking. in your mic, Todd. Yeah,
4: but Todd, Todd, talking in your mic. Oh uh,
1: well, No, you guys talk about it. Just- well, <laughs> you can talk. <laughs> You're can. you on the show, brother. Come
4: on. I haven't introduced you yet, but...
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we should introduce our guests. We have some big-time guests here
1: today. Those
4: man. are some nice-looking shoes, man. <laughs> They're popping on the top, man, with them white laces like that. Like, See, these are... I, the if you notice them, I've... Here.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> So Max got his brand new oh, Enforcer M- shoes on right G. now.
1: Check it out with the shirt. That too. is really nice. Check it out with the shirt too. Oh man, check them out.
0: Hey, it's a combination. Hey. I love the skate touches, dude. I it's love it. Flat
1: them. sole,
0: nice. Flat sole. You like see the ch- heel yeah, protector he on sole. a pair of uh, Bowers?
1: <laughs> Can you put up? Uh, it's on uh, grind time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, right now a live. Uh, yeah, live I don't know, shoes, man. But... I just keep
4: thinking, hmm, but I like them.
1: Yeah, no, but these are right? the these like, are the enforcers. And and I right also like, have. I
4: saw these at the store when I'm buying them.
1: You order these, them. They're from Italy. What? You can't get the difference is is the one, the thing that I did see. All, you know, wow, the, the Italy. difference is is um, Baragamos? it's it's something new and, and I've always <laughs> wanted a. Paragon. Yeah, it, like a, uh, a, uh, a Italian leather shoe that I can wear with. You can wear these like anywhere, and now I got like you said, I got the Stanleys. Um, which are the red and whites, and then the rest is also too coming out. What's the so.
4: bottom sole of them look like? It's what's a, it feel like? Is it's, it a, like it's,
5: a hard a, it's a
1: puzzle piece. Look. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at yeah.
3: that. Interesting print. That's right. I like that. Oh, those yeah, nice. those yeah personally
1: designed. So, yeah, I love them. Dude, they look sweet. How that much is are sick. they? What's 170. 170? Yeah. So, are they DMAC approved? That's it? Yeah, that's it. Dmac approved, man. Dmac, absolutely. These things are like buttery slippers. These are like wearing little baby slippers right now, and I'm, you know, like the shoe. And and obviously these are, these are hand stitched. And you know, check check them all out. There they are, right there. Hey man, well, why, don't
4: you, why don't you get up and walk around for a little bit on them. Because I mean, I would strut,
1: strut, strut around the room. Well, I would, I would, if the people the at home and the new studio, when we they'll be able to see the shoes right then. If but you put, if you put your feet up on the table, yeah. No, I know.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah,
4: it's awesome. They're hot. One seventy-five. Yeah. Hey, how do we find these shoes? Right here, AliveShoes.com.
1: Alive shoes. Alive yep. shoes. Look on grind time. Oh, look at that. Yeah, we've got links on the grind time podcast. You can Google. Facebook. Yeah. Enforcer Shoes we Darren Darren McCarty
4: it.
0: Yeah you just googled Darren McCarty Shoes Darren McCarty and Shoes And it's like the second enforces. organic result Bam Yeah That's like how you we do Like we did it. this
3: uh, A couple it. weeks
0: ago When he rolled these things out We googled it And it was already like Two or three organic
3: Oh that's awesome Yeah you can't pay for that kind of. You coverage. can't. You
0: can't. No. All you need is a four-time Stanley Cup winner.
3: Whoa! And there aren't Locked that up, many of them. You, if you guys around, want to borrow you know,
2: them, well, yeah. if you want to, you know. Hey, I tell you we, what, he, he did lend that to that
3: our account.
1: cause over the years. We
3: certainly did borrow uh, his celebrity and use it for our fell purpose yeah. during the time when we were trying to get legalization <coughs> passed. He oh up. wait,
1: well, hold on, my guest. Uh, let me just do this. Let me introduce my guest, because like you said, and now that now that I got my little Jones on my shoe, um, actually this weekend I will. As I introduce my next guest, because they're very familiar with this place, the uh, Genesee County Compassion Club up in uh, up in Flint. too. I'm doing uh, the Slaps the slapstick comedy tour up there with okay. the very very funny Cam Rowe. If you've never seen Cam Rowe, he's hilarious. I posted uh, on uh, I'll post on grind time some of his stuff, but. Uh, uh, we'll be up there on Saturday night, and uh, you might get a shot, uh, get in a drawing to get a cheap pair of these shoes. Right so. on. And, and you guys have a,
0: a Slapstick Comedy Tour, a Darren McCarty Slapstick Comedy Tour Facebook thing, yeah, too, right? Yeah, Darren McCarty Slapstick, those slapstick guys, Comedy those, Tour. Those guys are pretty active with it. I see them sharing and posting. and. Yeah, yeah. we're
1: running through that, and uh, that's running through uh, March right now. And, uh, um yeah, that's that's going good. So you can check out Darren McCarty's. So this weekend it. again, tell just uh, this Saturday the in, at the uh, Genesee Com- uh, Compassion, Compassion Club. Cool. It's uh, open to 21 and over, and uh, you know tickets are there. Call the venue for the details. Um, Dig it. But as I say that, I want to introduce uh, our guests. These guys um, are huge, uh, definitely uh, uh, pioneers and guys who have been behind the scenes. And I don't know. I think they. When people deserve, when you look around um, and say thank you to people who have put in the work and the time and the care to, to have the truth come out when it comes to uh, cannabis, uh, marijuana, and where we're at, not only with the medical marijuana, but also legalization, uh, these two guys are at the beginning tip of my tongue. So I welcome uh, Jamie Lowell and uh, Rick Thompson, who, uh, Rick, uh, we're not going to, I will admit right now that I used to call him Jamie for about the first year or so until he <laughs> told me that at one time. And I said, well, dude, I was just starting to smoke weed. I said, you can't smoke me down all this good weed and then expect me to remember your name. And it's just because Jamie, you know, the truth is Jamie said, no, his name's Jamie too. So it was really <laughs> Jamie's fault the whole time. I'm not so surprised. I haven't fucked it up in a couple of years. But yeah.
0: I can't fail to mention also in studio yes. with us, Uncle Back Todd. Back again. Back again, Uncle Todd from Grateful Meds. Todd, thank you for, for joining us. Thank you so much. Yeah. You guys are awesome.
4: Especially. And so, this is a really being cool here show, and man. Sitting next to you guys and talking about this subject, man. It's great.
1: Well, I think that you know, for people that uh, obviously, so Jamie um, and Rick uh, with "Am I Legalized?" and uh, so these are the guys that first stuck their
0: knuck out. Max talking about who could, who do you turn you to thank? And these guys are so humble, man. They won't they won't take much of this. They're humble to a fault.
1: And now, can but, I ask you guys for the listeners here? We're the to Grind time with Darren McCarty. Uh, uh, let me, my uh, co-host, uh, uh, obviously, my equipment manager, uh, Mr. Tim Krakowski. Yes, sir. Timmy, how are you? I'm great. Good to see you. We're thank all you excited, for, so we get a little me. fast-tracked on this. But can you guys go back to how you started in getting into the, I guess, not only just the legalization? Because I got, for me, our relationship, and I've known you guys for the past three years. Or for, when, you know, When was
0: the resistance born?
1: Yeah, or where, for you guys, <laughs> how did you get involved in not only taking... The state of Michigan into a medical, but also into a legalization, into where we are now.
3: Well, I can tell you, this is Rick. I can tell you, I was not involved in getting the medical law passed, in, in, other than just being a person who signed the petition and then voted for it. Uh, I can't take any credit for that. Uh, I can tell you that immediately after the the uh, medical law was passed in December. Uh, we had uh, new rules promulgated by the state in April of '09, but even before then, a guy named Bob Redden fell uh, afoul of the police because he thought he understood what the law said, and he didn't. Uh, or at least the law had a different version of that. So in December of that year, I've been so fed up. What with, year? Uh, 2009. Okay. December of that year, uh, I launched the uh, Michigan Medical Marijuana Magazine with my partner, Rick Ferris. And we'd also had the uh, uh, dispensary chain called Big Daddy's Hydro, uh, which was the first one, uh, was only available at that time. And right about 2009 is when Jamie was launching Third Coast Compassion in Ypsilanti, which is the state's first locally recognized Marijuana Distribution Center and the first one east of the Mississippi River.
1: And how was that, Jamie? uh, uh, How was that? Obviously, that wasn't your introduction. When you met Rick, how far along had you been into your journey or campaign on the the medical front or on the marijuana
2: front? I I came in uh, with uh, the medical marijuana laws uh, thinking along with some another a, a nice group of people, including my uh, my partner Daryl Stavros at Third Coast, that uh, this is a great opportunity. It Was at a time when things were we were all in real estate and that was all kind of falling apart. We weren't really uh, generating too much there. Looking for new things to do. This past we saw it as an opportunity, and that's we got started in a city where he already had some property, and that was very supportive of medical marijuana. We saw it as an opportunity to help people and to contribute to the city that that could use it as well, and the city. Uh, took it upon themselves to create a task force and to get an ordinance and to ultimately locally license us. Now, there were other places opening up with different models. You mentioned uh, GC3, right. uh, very early on, very important Yep. pioneers in every right, and uh, Jeremy and uh, Ramona, great people, and they're still at it and glad to hear, and you're there doing some stuff, so that's all part of the, part of this history. But uh, that's how I got involved. I got kind of uh, put into dealing with a lot of the uh, questions and press and things like that by way of the person uh, who had started off doing that left our organization and i didn't even think about it it just kind of like was a need and kind of filled filled the need and from there took the role of of uh, uh, really trying to determine what's going on and showing up at all the meetings and showing up in lansing and being a part of organizations and and that type of stuff learned a lot i was already in support of cannabis already using cannabis for many years already used it to quit drinking and to quit using pain pills well, you know,
1: I think yep. that's important because yep. uh, not only, so say, uh, just name some of the, the I, I mentioned, uh, uh, am I legalized and uh,
2: normal and, and uh, what is it this? What's safe for well, Mission. Americans mean? for Safe Access and Safer missions is one too. Safer yeah. Mission. Ma- because uh,
1: I want to say not only to, to touch on, because I uh, obviously, it's uh, alcohol that uh, I'm a firm believer in that RSO helped me and. It makes sense when you break it down because of the way that uh, Rick Simpson had done it with uh, you know alcohol and your body and understanding you know your endocannabinoid system sure. like I do getting down that. But the whole process of being there and and having that, but also too having to fight and then changing because we're talking about a guy who in two thousand nine, right, is doing this to two thousand nineteen has a part in writing. Yep. You know what's going on, right? So, can you fill people in on yeah now so because I I want before we fill in the gap yep. how you got into this in 2009 and and where it's the same thing where it's Rick we're going back this is 10 years later mm-hmm. and now you're involved in and in where yep. we're at right now. Well, actually, but- <laughs> there's a good little episode two years ago when you
0: guys were first on my show. Right. Yeah. That was talk about because there's a petition oh. that 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 they blocked sure. them off. During the Trump election, yeah. they kept it off the bill. They had done everything right. I
2: remember wow. that because yeah.
1: that's when I had gotten involved. Two years ago, I'll, I'll encapsulate candidate.
2: that little experience and let, and let Rick expound upon right. it cool. a, yeah. a little bit. So um, you know, I mean, even yeah. though I came in positively, I you know, I learned so much more about cannabis soon after really getting involved and paying attention and and uh, and trying to like advance my knowledge in that area. And obviously, that there's. Everyone in this room, I believe, has experienced. Uh, there's so much more to it, even if you're already in uh, support of it. And so we started moving forward and uh, not realizing all of the resistance and opposition and and uh, things that we were going to be facing. It was a little bit naive at first when we got started. Just, yeah, this law passed. Let's start doing it, you know. <laughs> and uh, and so the 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 medical laws, especially with shooting coming in as AG, never really got implemented property. A lot of people remained vulnerable. In fact, something that was supposed to have been protection became an increase in, a, in arrests and prosecutions for small amounts of marijuana and that kind of stuff. So uh, I began looking toward legalizing to help solve that issue because I didn't have faith in our, in our government to implement it properly. And, and my legalized? Had a run at it. We weren't successful, but we came very close. We did it again as part of a larger coalition with some great other groups and people. We were successful. And uh, so well, yeah, yeah, would you thing.
1: just say that that's because and I'm going to I'm going to say because I'm I'm going to say when I've been about three, almost four years into into this and be seen at the end of it. But is it, be, is it like you mentioned shooting and you mentioned because of the government and you mentioned that to, to me, from my perspective, as you know, and the. Uh, views are coming from, the it's, it's the fact that I see that people aren't lied to like I used to be lied to, mm-hmm. so the truth has come out, and the, the common sense, but also, too, that the avenues, or the thing that impresses me most now is, I don't care, Republican, Democrat, whatever, somebody's actually proving or following through on promises made. Now, so is this for me as a Medical user and a league, uh, a league. I guess I'll smoke legal when it's recreational, uh, <laughs> or yeah. recreation, whatever. Is it because more so because the people, the right people, the snowball? You know, there's two ways: retreat or turn on the other team's side. Is, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it to that point, Rick? Do you think that that it's because a combination? Is it like the truth has gotten out? Well, I think that's absolutely true. If you look
3: at the situation that existed when we first started in activism, Jamie with Third Coast and, and me with Big Daddies, uh, all the way up through the middle of 2010, we were just dispensary guys. We were just interested in doing that. And then they started raiding dispensaries in August and September of 2010. And we banded together, started an organization called Michigan Association of the Compassion First Cannabis Center. Industry Association. It right. was, and, and, and there were a lot of other people that started it. It wasn't he and I, so there was you know a good number of us. And then we organized big rallies, and we organized... Organized support system for those people, and that's really what spawned our activism. If they had left us alone, we would just be businessmen. We right. would never we, have right. into we also began the system created us. And if you look at the way that we had to go eight thousand strong to the legislature back then, Dude. and no one would fucking talk to right. us, right? Yeah. But nowadays, we have legislators crawling, crawling. into our so, camps. Well, so we about,
0: talked about this reversal when I was on so your guys' show. You got you talked about calling lobbyists and how like you guys were the first people to call lobbyists and say hey we, we, we began what
2: what became the MMFLA that was our organization right. was yeah. behind yeah. us uh, but, but so what's
1: what is it so my question is so now that we have the years oh. or now that people are it's more acceptable now that as a yeah. country because you look at legalization not only medically yeah. but you know recreationally throughout the country yeah. because everybody's getting on board my my thing is what's the difference to protect or so people understand and instead of like how do we prevent so it not happening to people yeah
0: like are there raids on the horizon now yeah. well, you know
1: like kind
3: of so, so here's the thing uh, uh, you know that lo- that people give up power Reluctantly, right? Yeah. So, law enforcement and government agencies—they don't like to be told that they don't have control over what happens in their city or in the area that they're responsible for. Yeah. So, as you know, it's not the
1: opt-in, opt-out. No, this thing is we're just, human, just, just human, just okay. human nature. Yeah. Everybody. No, we can certainly talk about that. We'll I, I, would like to, I thought that just, would make. No, in
3: just a minute, but but uh, everybody in authority is going to come to Jesus on this issue at their own rate. Some people will already be accepting it because they were already in that mindset to begin with, and in other places, it will take them some time. So once again, justice we see is unevenly distributed across the state, based on your geographic fortune or misfortune, right? But the fact is, we've got a new set of laws now, so there should be a hell of a lot less, but there are still some rules. And there are still, if you're trafficking, I mean, if you got hundreds of pounds, you're still going to get certain trouble. If you go across state lines, there are still certain rules.
1: Here's what I would love for my listeners on Grind Time with Darren McCarty to take from here, right? Is as somebody moving in because of legalization that wants to stay. My thing is show me where the line is so I can make a conscious decision whether to right. cross it or not. There's so many people out there. I'd love for you guys each to give me your best on what would, like, what's to say? Like, you know, it's like there's a, you got a piece to the, to the game now, right? Where you can play your own game and do it and do it right. So if you want to stay within the lines, What's the best way to do that? Or what advice do you give to people out there that are looking for answers?
3: Well, the, the question that we get asked probably most frequently is, can I grow 12 plants as a medical patient and also have 12 plants as a recreational patient? Okay. Now, the reality is the law is a little bit ambiguous there, uh. but- understanding, like I said, power gives up power reluctantly and that they're still going to want to go to the old ways, I wouldn't fuck with it. So I would say if you've got a medical card, stick with the confines of those rules. If you don't have a medical card... You can do legal, but I wouldn't try and put both in the same house because I don't think they're going to interpret it the way we would interpret that's it. That's right. So that's my number one answer to the number one question we get. And but- I'm
0: encouraging people with medical cards to stay on that because- in, yeah. yeah. And And the biggest reason is in uh, reciprocating states, states that reciprocate the license. For example, when you get off the plane in Vegas and you go re- take the take your Uber to the dispensary, you get in there and there's a line out the door now, Okay. Well, if you open the door and go in, there's another window. That line goes to the recreational window, and there's another window where there's nobody in line for medical licenses. And you pay a different tax. Mm-hmm. For the medical, then the recreational people, and you step and right up to the Michigan window.
1: License, your Michigan Me- medical is, is reciprocated. Yes. So, now yeah. we reciprocate here with uh, in Michigan. Reciprocate yeah. with other states. Correct? We do. Yes. We do. Well, our our gun. It's
0: funny. It's kind of in lockstep with our gun reciprocation. Our pistol reciprocation is similar to. Well, in as much as a state has it, mm-hmm. the, the the marijuana
2: laws. Yeah, there's so. been
0: that comparison a
2: couple times. Yeah. The original transportation law was kind of based on uh, treating it as if it were like a gun. Yeah, isn't that something?
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. and then and the and we talked about this before. The precedent so far in courts is that if you get caught exercising your pistol right and your cannabis right the judge is usually going to make you pick one or the other so don't practice both of those
3: rights yeah and, well, and judges will tell you it's even though there should be no restriction on it in a perfect world everybody yeah. should have the same rights no matter whether you're a patient or not that there is still a problem uh, yeah, in don't court practice both two year mandatory minimum you know or mandatory felony and all that stuff so you know don't don't if i mean just have to be more
1: cautious. Don't
2: even go. Don't so, uh, go. Yeah, I say, don't even ju- if you, if it's a gray area, stay away from it. Yep, There's it, enough. So, but it's too, I th- risky. too I think, risky. I think. I think. But Darren, if I'm not mistaken, you were asking like, where are some of the basic limits for people to keep yeah. in mind so when they're going out, they can. Yeah. They can, now, one of the things we did in in the MRTMA that's that was not in the original MMMA Act of of uh, 2008 is add in more. Information about limits and at what point what the consequences are and you know the left yeah. you know a lot was left up to you know judgments and decision making you know through the other thing this one actually has some you know parameters written in along those lines and there were all those so,
0: meetings right those meetings that you guys went to that they were. Uh, live casting with mm-hmm. that committee, that whatever that fucking
2: committee was—the
3: MMFLA Licensing Board committee—that where my two minutes of democracy yeah. gets dispensed, yeah. right? You know,
2: where <laughs> yeah. that's they're, they're discussing like the businesses and the application process. And yeah, stuff. And, but in terms of like just being out, out and about, yeah, just similar to to medical marijuana, an adult can have two and a half ounces, okay. but up to like double that remains kind of a civil infraction. Can you hold so, up two and a half ounces? Uh, is that uh, you? That we'd have to ask him, yeah. uh, Uncle Todd. That's not,
0: that's, not, that's not 2 and a half ounces that's there, That's not no. 2 ounces. Okay, so that is not two and a half ounces. No. Okay, so a, a we'll s- half. in terms of the new recreational oh, law. Here's
3: one ounce, though.
0: Okay, let me switch to you. You're I on camera. Okay, yeah. Here's so that's one med ounce.
1: I <laughs> <card. laughs> got two ounces. Got my med <laughs> card, so I'm Welcome good. Welcome to Grind Time with Darren McCarty here. Boys med are med just card. pulling out you the ounces. ounces. That's how we roll I got my
4: ounce.
0: We're comparing ounces. Okay, so what Rick was just holding up... Let me cut, let's just do that again, Rick. If you. Oh if you yeah, that's hand. what she said. <laughs> so Rick Thompson is holding up one ounce of cannabis. Okay. So the uh, uh, under recreational law, Jamie, yes. a, a citizen can be in possession of two and a half, one and a half times that. Yes. Okay.
5: All right. <laughs> uh, Did you see which that? is fantastic. Two and a half. Thank you, Michigan, yeah, two and a half for time. voting that. Two
1: and a half times. that. Yeah. 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 So Uncle Todd, do you have it? <laughs> questions uh, as far as being from say, Hey can I
3: let me just point something out Dan. when we're talking yeah. about possession yes. limits here Michigan we crafted the the legalization law Jamie was one of the authors I just had input as as part of the organizations I'm okay. on two of the organizations that was under the writing of the program but uh, the fact is, we have the most generous possession limits of any law in the United States of America: two okay. and a half ounces on your person, ten ounces in your home, the entire proceeds from your grow, okay. which is kind of unheard of, and then also uh, ten ounces
2: of acquired yep. elsewhere. Well, and, yeah, and, and, that's and twelve. I know that. That's house. why
1: I stayed. That's why I came back yeah. to Michigan, not Canada, because they legalized the whole country for me, yeah. and I didn't go back because the. Because the they possession that, laws. Because I have more to do, more medicine here. Yeah. So, what about
4: the people? Well, that thank are you, Jamie and Rick, for, for keeping me here. Hey, you know, I want to grow some weed, but I—if you grow twelve plants, I still hear that there's uh, a limitation for the actual weight. So, I just so happen to grow twelve plants for the first time in my life, mm-hmm. and I get a pound of plant. And I get twelve pounds. Mm-hmm. That person's uh, legal limit is how
3: much? In the medical program. Still have just the two point five ounces, but in the recreational program, there is no limit. You can if you get for the yield, there's no limit bam, on the I yield. think
2: there's that's what pounds? I get asked the most. So, right so, there. Okay. so how bed. much
4: actual dry weed can I have? So here, so you, you can well
2: have plants that are pound a piece. You can right? have everything hmm. that you've harvested from your home garden. Rec law is better than the med law, and, and but right? it has to be kept yeah. in a secure area. It can't be like out in the open. You have to pur- purposely keep it it apart and secured. including up to 10 ounces of acquired from gifts or from stores or something like that as well. But you can
3: only grow 12 plants per primary residence, which means you know, as a caregiver, a caregiver can grow up to 72 plants. So the legalization program really limits the amount of plants that can be grown per address as opposed to the medical program, which gives a caregiver a greater allowance. So if you need to grow more than 12 plants for whatever reason, then you need to be a caregiver. Okay. Darren, those shoes are badass. Yeah,
1: right? they really are. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, they are. That yeah. Red Wing red tongue on those shoes, you like it looks that, good. I think I'm
2: going I'm to get the Rastas for sure. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, the 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 Rastas are are. Uh are perfect because I'll be those will be the ones that I'll bring out for the events. Mm. That's a perfect event shoe. So that was a good explanation. That I I took a lot from what
0: you
2: guys just said. A lot of clarification. Thank you for sure. that. Go ahead, Jimmy. And just for an example on the penalties written yeah. in, you can have if you had like up to twenty four plants. That still is a civil infraction. And now you know there's no more probable cause for like smelling. A civil some infraction cannabis is a smack in the wrist. Com- it's like a hundred dollar fine. It's not a criminal. Yeah. Okay. And so, and so not the smell or finding so some seeds you, or something like that in the garbage is right. Is no, is no longer probable cause. So yeah. see,
4: uh, no, we can do this in our garage, and the cops can drive by and say, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" And be like, "Hey, how are you doing, officer? We're just smoking some weed, just living, hanging out, We're, drinking a beer, the American dream, yeah. having some lemonade.
3: Well, anything over playing horseshoes, and he's like, "Oh, that's fine." Anything over ten ounces has to be locked up, and and okay. your outdoor Shit, grow the cops here. Right There are, are Run! Uh, rules no more for outdoor grows too. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff we didn't talk about. Your outdoor grow has to be enclosed within a an enclosed area, and it can't be visible from any uh, a street or adjacent oh, structure. Oh, okay. Okay. So it, it makes businesses. it difficult for a person who's in a traditional residential area like we have in Michigan, like I grew now, up is in Flint. S- you almost can't grow because there's nothing you do in your backyard that somebody can't see. Right? Is there uh,
1: somewhere that people can go for you need to have some uh, answer property questions or they can get answers to these questions or look up online all right you know?
3: You know, licensing and Regulatory Affairs yeah. has a hotline. They also have a uh, their website has a Ask Questions of Lara thing. Plus, they've got FAQs. And what they, you know, Lara's really stepped up their game as far as information transfer. It still pisses me off that we can't get them to send a letter out to every patient letting them know when there's a change in the law. Right. They should just automatically do that to tell everybody instead of just updating I, the I website. I think there's going to be improvements uh, in that department.
2: It's only for one month in. Be. I think yeah. we'll start yeah. seeing. I know. Well, and
3: and I know. they've talk- come a long way. So, credit where credit's yeah. due, but I still think there's room for improvement right? Right, let's, yeah, and let's is. talk
1: about that what do you guys foresee obviously well I, I look at uh, because if you would have asked me are we sitting here in legalization in 2008 <laughs> end of 2018 after having conversations in 2016 at said, the hash bash like on was. the porch of seeing where we're at right obviously right. to me it goes back to people are like me is that I, you've been lied to and it's the truth prevailed like people are you know seeing is believing I mean I'm living proof I mean, I'm. I say I got the Benjamin Button disease through this plant. It's just making me younger <laughs> yeah, making and younger. You younger yeah. yeah. But what what do you guys foresee? Because you've been in this game. Michigan's like, the
4: leader of the Midwest. I mean, we see nothing but good changes happening and coming. But what yeah. does that the mean? States around that's, us. That's are all. Hey, come you know what? Hey, mind. great. Those Give people are going to get out there and vote. They're going to learn from what's going on in Michigan, and it's just going to get bigger and but, it's going to spread wider and wider. What do you see? Because well, people want to
1: know. People want to know. Right is that because obviously that if I look and they say well 2020 then people can go to dispensaries but they have a year to wait but we're legal yeah that's the big we're question legal. people ask now is, your state's yeah. legal but like what this that obviously to have it question what do you guys I got see was happening like you said yeah. you see more conformity and information and more sure. vulnerability from laura which laura is the licensing Lic- and regulatory affairs yep. right exactly which 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 is signs my uh medical license my medical yep.
3: they rule over all of the uh, medical and legalization programs and the hemp program is in the department of agriculture
1: yeah. So what is like? What do you see in the next month, two months, three, or is this yeah, something that the, just waits out? On December sixth,
0: the big question that we got yeah. people like me and Darren on December sixth is we were get people asking us, okay, can I go buy now? That was a big point of confusion. So
2: normies, people that were not, they were waiting for the real recreational. No, another thing. reason to keep your medical card exactly is right because the only stores that are open are going to be for medical sales. The State has up to a year to promulgate rules to get the the uh, the the adult personal use or rec program up and running. So you, yeah. you you'd
1: you'd still But that won't happen until that point. Don't, now the so, personal
2: rights that we discussed are in place now. Right. Yes. Yeah.
1: But so if you're out there, somebody, and you're waiting that you don't need to go get your medical card because your benefits from that, you, can, you can't wait. You need to go get your card, go right? Get your right. Card. You need to go see a doctor. There's
2: many other reasons to get your, card, get your card, too. Card. They're there's safe there. and sorry, man. The, go get your card. You, you won't, even at the rec stores, you won't pay the excise tax. That's right. right. Because of the card. Uh, mm-hmm. Driving issues, the card has put you into a better position in case there's some kind of question that might come along those lines. legally. Mm-hmm.
1: Right, which, which sorts of proponent, and if you don't, it's, it's, yeah. it's these things yeah, to, it's. To,
2: to ask the questions,
1: and uh, the place is my big thing here, Grind Time with Darren McCarty, thank you for listening out there, um, with Jamie Lowell, and Uncle Todd from Grateful Meds, and Rick Thompson, uh, the legends, OGs in the uh, cannabis world, uh, but the, the, the whole, where the fuck was I going, Timmy? You're
0: talking about uh, the grind time is a source for answers. Right, exactly. And we're, right, exactly. That, and we're so trying that- to live up to that. We want to answer, want people to get questions answered here. So let me ask you this. People are saying on December 6th, because that was the day that the legislation was ratified, right? That's when it went the That's when the day passed. personal
3: freedoms began. Personal freedom began.
0: Okay, so um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the path at the very least for recreational dispensing, recreational commercial dispensing is... S- a dispensary is going to have to have their medical license for at least a year to apply for their recreational
2: license. True. Is that correct? True. And knowing now the be- no. go ahead, Jamie. No, no okay. The, what it is is the the rec licenses are awarded to first to those who have their so FLA LA license for up to the first two years.
0: Okay, so there's a bit of a preference. Like a not grandfathered a, in the, Okay, so there's not the difference there. Those would be the first ones that, that can come online. The difference there are the been might, able to are prove the, that
2: they can handle it and do, doing it. The only differences are the micro opportunities that don't require having your MMFLA license. Now, first. have right.
4: they come through? Now, nothing's mic- happened with micro yet.
3: The rule, writing the rules for the micro licenses will be developed by Lauer. That's why the, the, Jamie mentioned they have a twelve month period to write the rules. That's so, what you're talking so about. So the Got micro okay. and the micro business involves uh, both uh, cannabis cultivation, processing, and retail so, in a single so the, facility. What? And then the micro grow would be just a one hundred plant garden which is what we envision to be the easy step for caregivers to go from a home-based cultivation to a regular. And, then, and, they'll, the and then they'll market. be able to Can sell that to co- licensed yeah.
4: provisioning Can centers and sense like sense growers and profit from it, but they still have to apply by the same testing qualities as, you know, the guys oh, that are doing. $1, okay. $1, okay $1, hang $1, on $1, a $1. second.
0: Hang on a second. Let me talk about this micro thing. Cause this has happened since I was on your guys' show.
4: It's a gigantic did, deal. Did this people happen? Realize it. When it I was on your guys' show,
0: you guys were talking about things that were going to happen in the lame duck session. Mm-hmm. Did the micro thing come out of the post-legislation, post-vote? No. Or was uh, it in there? That it was, was already in. It was, in the, there. That was oh, okay. in the
3: proposal when everyone voted on it. Uh, uh, so hey, that you was know what? always um, been a part of the proposal. In fact, that yeah, part, oh, of yeah. the,
2: part of the early discussions that yeah. kind of led to the micro opportunities yeah. came from the very woman. Who provided this nice? Uh, uh, really? Uh, yes. Yeah. In fact, early conversations with some of the people we worked with nationwide. Yeah. Who was that woman? Deborah Young brought yeah, up the idea Debra of the, uh, what turned into these micro opportunities, and they stuck, and they're there. And she's like, "That was her input." Man. Well, thank yeah. you, well, Deborah Young. Deborah Young. Bless God bless she rolled Debra it and Young delivered it,
4: bringing this language del- into and it.
1: delivered it. She's the one. She rolled and delivered it to Jamie, yep. so he did it. I'm gonna yep. light it up here, but that's. My que- my question, the co- when I say the common sense thing, right? Because when the, the if in case people like Ride time with Darren McCarty have not heard this before, the whole argument with cannabis is you can't die from it. Boom, can't kill myself. I'm gonna wake up or whatever. Boom, I'm sold. Right, right. But fast forward to that, isn't it like you said the transition because. If Grateful Med was a micro, right, where they processed it everything there, then I go to Grateful Meds to get their product. Then I go to Rick Thompson if he's got a microbrew or whatever, um, the Big Daddies or East Coast. Then isn't that the common sense? of everything so that because my big thing the is... micro-business, you mean? Yeah, the micro-business is not yeah, like, that. I, like, isn't I, like, that that the, difference if he
4: can grow weed or I can grow weed or he well, can that's grow what I'm weed. saying. He isn't can, that the common beer, sense of,
1: of make sense out of all of this because it's not if you're getting into medically or people knowing it's not what they smoke, it's where they get it. Or I say, like, for Todd example with Grateful Meds, go into Grateful Meds and then because, you know, somebody gives them... They like their stuff, so it doesn't matter what they have in there because of testing, because of whatever else, that. Now, if they're in Ypsilanti, like you said, Third Coast, somewhere to go. Because of the facilitation in the state is to, to let people know not only they have a choice, but they have spots to go. So to me, this is the common sense out of all of this.
5: I know, are, big, I know big money,
1: big farm, big companies, whatever. I know you always have to have that. Right? But if but we're this talking. This is a craft
2: boutique, more personal If styles, we're talking business. that
1: where I can say, go here because they do this and everything is watched by. The, I'm not saying anything. Everything is by the book done. But everything coming out of there is so people know. So when you send them, so when they go to Houghton Lake or when they go to, to Grayling or when they go west side of the state, when they're in Livonia, go to buy Grateful Med. Why? What? What do we need to do to make sure that that's an opportunity for people to get into? Like,
4: what's her name right there? Who just rolled that and gave Debra. it to us tonight? Deborah. Yeah. yeah. Deborah by announcing and, and helping them out with the micro. It's going to allow a whole smaller const Not everybody's going to make a million dollars in this. I know, business, but I mean, but what I'm saying is, really is that that's to me is, is to as the as the, the medical side so much
1: as the as what i've learned and what to come to save this because it's not because the caregiver is the thing my caregiver who's brian Haas, who Fenton hydroponic used to be and um, but it's cuz of the product right. it's cuz the rso it's cuz that's the stuff that i believe in that i know because how when i when i use it when i use grateful meds i know that Buckle up, or whatever. Like for them, as Tim can attest to, they're microdosing. They, Grateful Met has the greatest
2: microdosing yeah,
1: that there is, and their edible cubes that, right, right, right here. I, I saw it, it upstairs. I thought it was really cool, actually. Tim Dude, the you can microdose before working out or whatever, could. and these and are the, the TH- best. The CBDs. That mm. that product right but there, it's there the fact helped that me lose. I want to be able last. to tell yeah. people, the oh, when you're in Livonia, or go check him out, or this or that. So. My question is: (laughs) Is there something on my end to be done? You're doing it, buddy. You got a podcast, man. You're doing it. These
4: meds and the meds that you're going to see from this point forward, after this craziness gets done, and everyone's got to test for uh, pesticides and test for micro molds and test for molds and all kinds of stuff. But that, hey man, these meds are only getting better. They're getting more accurate. They're getting more precise. But that's what I'm saying. And it's yeah. fantastic. Is it, a, is
1: it a year thing then, Rick? Testing. I guess that's the, the, Jamie, that's my question. Is it, as better. they unveil the recreational, as all the licenses and like they said, they had a year from whatever
2: to do yeah. it, is that when they're going to? They have up to a year and if they don't do it, and within that time, local governments can start issuing licenses that they like, and those are valid. Those are considered recognized on a statewide level until the state kicks in, whatever they're going to. But we do kind of have a proactive, more of a conscientious department in place now with with some with some, in our opinion, improved leadership on this cool. issue and 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 others. Uh, and so we believe that they that they will also. What's although
4: have been with the board and Whitmer? Uh, Sorry.
2: Although not meant to, um, although not meant to work. Uh, you know, necessarily in conjunction at any point, this it's a parallel program to the medical program. It did piggyback on the foundation that's created by the medical program. Okay. So the fact that uh, the tracking system and some yeah. other things are already in place that just gets piggybacked on. So they it, it could speed it up a little bit because some of the hard okay. work's already been done, so to speak. In some way, we'll see what happens, but. Sure. They I like the fact at like what that.
1: you just said right there is that the, the 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 like like I said earlier is it looks like people that are are making things happen the ball's rolling so you told me patience. Well, I'll tell you
0: what. The you told uh, me Facebook you told me post post, patience,
1: bro. Patience, That's yeah. what you just said. Yeah. It's going to get done. Your <laughs>
0: Facebook post, what's your name's response was 6 minutes after your post.
3: So, uh you're referring to a, a post that we put out uh we had <coughs> Who's the, we? Uh, the community, which is uh, essentially <coughs> uh, Michigan Normal, the Michigan Medical Marijuana Association. Um, which one was this? Because we did several different group actions. Uh, anyway, uh, Attorney General Dana Nessel responded to yeah. a post. Uh, oh, uh, it was the letter that we sent. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had sent a letter in order to try and get the uh, and then you did like a post about it. The emergency I did a post letter. about it and uh, and I said, you know, we sent this to Dana Nessel and the Attorney General right. and the Governor and the Attorney General kicked letter, on to my man. Facebook post and said, Six Hi, minutes, I'm the six minutes. After I'm the book. Attorney General and uh, I don't really know why you included me in on this. I don't really have any authority in this. You know, we're trying to advise the Governor, but it's really her call. And that itself, her oh. comment got over 100 likes. Yes, okay, Hell so yeah, because." Talk people Return are
2: reading investment yeah, but uh, I'll say what she it didn't say amazing. she was instrumental in that she, she had great information and she was she able did. to deliver to where it needed to be for these considerations so what's the attorney general's name now Dana, Dana Nessel. Nessel. But so not,
4: you're like, hey, so you can call, you got Dana Nessel on your phone right now? I do not. You're like, hey, <laughs> no. what's up, Dana?
0: No, but the fact is, we're talking she's about how. She's She's like, oh, oh, hey, Rick,
4: what's up? You're like, oh, it's Dana Nessel. And she's Attorney General for the yeah. state. <laughs> I know, she's I know Mike,
1: she's, But know, the she, fact that. She's that down. But that's the, the whole that thing, 2019. Dude. Think about it, no, no. dude. No, no, I know. It's cool. But she's it's she's in 2019. It's actually people that have been called. Gretchen Whitmer's going to call these.
2: What would you guys do, Rick? Right, so, so Gretchen Gretchen is also Gretchen, very uh, much right in support, and they were easy to work in conjunction with each other, and they got together and they made a sensible decision. We might not always agree with everything they do, but instead of just doing it transactionally or because somebody's paying them off or something like that, they're going to consider things and make a decision based on... What else do you want? Right, so you know. I'm fine with that. We have not had okay. that in a while.
1: I, I love the fact that you say that because then, then you have a conversation. At least at least, Dad is saying... Like, before it always used to see, say, dad would say no, and he'd say why, and he'd say because, and you knew because meant you ain't getting anywhere, and you gotta walk around. Now, at least, you're getting an explanation, and you're not getting that, and this is why, and you're like, okay, I don't care, but you're treating me with respect as a human being, and not a second-class citizen, and I think that as long as that happens, and it's kept that way, then no matter how long it takes, the conversation's there, and... Like, Todd, you said earlier, the country, the country's moving. Yep. Other spots in different places. And, yeah, it's just to be able to to progress because I would hope, you know, sooner than later, I don't know what the time frame is. All I know is that watching stuff in this state turn, hopefully on a national level, Schedule 1, boom, it's done. Then all the time, you know – 'Cause it's education and there's people being able to it's not whether you do or yeah, you don't, those, it's having the options. What's amazing about Darren
0: about- is that Darren is so passionate about how this aided his sobriety. Yeah. Like like you can see that that's what this is, man. This is a man who was near death and he found a plant that helped him stay sober. You know? Yeah. So his passion and he's asking like Darren and the fact that he's just such a good soul, he doesn't want another Addict suffering another day if If, cannabis can help him. So he's trying to bring people to the plant, you know. And here's the thing: If, if,
3: if one single person has that experience, you might call it an epiphany on that level. But when you talk to hundreds of people, and when you get online and network, and you find out there's thousands of people that have had a similar experience, then the science becomes secondary. Because right. the experience is undeniable.
0: Yes, Amen. for sure. The results, yeah. But we, ha- we needed the science to get us here. and you know, We
3: need yeah. the science in order to gain acceptance on a mainstream level. You don't need science to prove, Darren, no. what medicine no. did to you. It doesn't Not. matter what some PhD at Harvard says, but to a legislator, it does. Yeah. So when we have the personal experience and we let other people into our world, which is sometimes difficult, right. and let them see our healing path, Right then some people will be moved by that others will not give a fuck yeah. others will not well, know this until they're those, forced into it by by but it's usually
1: and again that's employment. usually society because you got to look at their motivations it's usually motivated the, by th- those, by those us. who are not into yep.
2: it are now in a shrinking minority yep. the, the yes. more the more the people like it's a get hard to be around there because they are all dying off pills of pills and, and, and heroin yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we passed by people. nearly 57% great. on legalization and obviously now, Medical. how big
1: is that? Explain that because people say, you know, I thought it was going to be higher, margin, but that, but that's right?
2: pretty significant. Yeah, there was, there was. I mean, you, you have to, you'd have to, I'll get it next time, right? You'd have to <laughs> swing a, a lot of votes in order to stop that from passing. I mean, that, that right. was pretty strong going. See, that's
1: yeah. just is what I always say about like them or not with millennials. But that's what they've given us is transparency and everything. You know, po- politics. Mm-hmm entertainment, you know. They make us look at, at
3: ourselves, don't they? I,
1: because now we have to view you our world you do? through their
3: lens, and it really helps you reevaluate, you know, exactly how much of an old curmudgeon am I? Damn, well, right? But you right? got to have
1: that good online But then persona. again, it You're also, too, people. makes you realize that yeah. what they tell me on TV or on the internet isn't my world. Right. My world, if I look around and go a color check or ethnicity check or race check or religion check... Most of the time, the circle that I'm in—if I'm in a smoking circle or at an event or something like that—is from all over the world. It reminds me of the dress room of the Red Wings. It's United Nations. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and I don't care how much. Like that's why, to me, and, and Todd, you we've you explained, and you see that like the concentrates and the the edibles yeah. and the vapes and the last time Todd on the show, he went yeah, all when that. we talk, but every different way to do it. But still, that's why the flower because of the the, the c- communal effect of it and to smoke a joint with somebody, mm-hmm. that's a th- spiritual experience. And whether to be able to have that with someone, I mean, that's a different level thing. And that's all it is. It's not, the difference is, is that we're not telling you, you have to, or to, we're just saying, hey, I did, did you know you had an option? Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. do you know
4: we're smoking on here? Because these, I, can people see what we've been doing this whole entire time? Oh, yeah, it's, it's we on Facebook. I've been trying to keep it on the radar. I've been trying to keep it on radar. coming in like 90% THC. Now we're smoking one of these special babies. This is a Dab Young it's, special a right Death star I think it's Death Star with some inch bunch of key thick the Of course it's
1: Death Star. It. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> <tiers>. so, <laughs> so what are you saying, Todd? I'm just, yeah. We're smoking good so over you're, here. You're used to being in the <laughs> in the business. You're in the business meetings all day. on In front of the computer, you're trying to make things happen. I'm just glad to
4: be here smoking with you all, listening to the conversation. That's great. Because if, if I was on the other end of the mic, um, I'd be grateful to be able to listen in on the conversation here. Uh, Rick, what's going on?
1: Rick, I got a qu- biggest change since you got into the, not the dispensary, but into the, I guess, what do I say, the legal activism, side, activism. the activism, biggest change in, in from beginning to now.
3: Now, the biggest change, I think, has been in people's, personal lives because now kids can come out to their parents without having as much judgment being laid upon them. Now uh, parents can come out to their kids. Now I think employers feel like it's okay for them to start accepting cannabis use in an off workplace environment. I think as opposed to me personally or any of the milestones I could quote as far as that goes, I think the biggest change throughout the entire state of Michigan is that people... Have, have evolved, right? And people are ready now to have those conversations that medically maybe they didn't feel comfortable with. You know, the fact is there's about 1.3 million regular uses of cannabis in Michigan and only about 300,000 uh, registered medical patients. It means there's a million people out there that don't have a card to justify their cannabis use to their parents or to their employer or to their, uh, uh, to their religious person or whatever. Sure. So now people can be who they are more freely. And maybe and may- maybe we have to not, not fear the cops quite as much. And maybe we have to not hide as much. And and maybe, you know, landlord-tenant relationships will get a little bit more, more permissive. And maybe wow. employer relationships easier, get more huh? permissive. Yeah. And, and maybe cities start to accept businesses. And maybe those businesses employ people. And yeah. those people can be proud of what they do, even if it's in a cannabis industry. And Whereas just, just a decade ago, be they would have been exiled out of Thanksgiving dinner at their parents' house for having that kind of a job. I never thought about the family
0: reaching into the family and the the taboo. And yeah, that's a great point. And that
3: privilege goes to 7 million adults now. Right, whether you want to explore cannabis as an option, whether you've been afraid to in the past, well, that's the biggest change I think has been people's individual lives.
1: And my whole thing is is that you know, not here to argue. It's but if you, what do you mean by that? Is here as as my caregiver, Big uh, Boogie Haas, walks into the in the (laughs) end of the room here. uh, I think about it as you know what, Um,
4: I can't go to jail for it now. I'm not a, a criminal now.
1: See and then, and then you, have pres- girl, you have a different. See, Todd, you have a different perspective was, like, being a uh, like business
4: owner. Now, if it. I get pulled over in the car and it smells like marijuana inside mm-hmm. the car, like I have rights,
2: like You're better you know protection. You, better control you control car do, but car uh, don't you. put yourself in that position. Yeah, well, yeah, you 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 don't be egregious. Yeah. So, I mean, right. if I, if I right. may, like uh, we talked, we talked about how th- there's a less. Uh probable cause for assuming there's a crime going on now, because somebody smells something coming out of the house or sees some stems or something in the, in the garbage. One of our concerns, and oh, I think so what we, we m- might almost be car. starting to see now, and that happened in other states, is concentration <laughs> yeah. starts being put into traffic issues. Yeah, And some things kind of start going on now that you know yes. kind of forced into the situation that weren't there before. And uh, th- there's an assumption... And it's difficult to talk about because there's an immediate assumption that cannabis use and driving is is an issue.
1: That's been going on for eons. It'd be way before drug drug driving. If anybody wants to know my position, stoner created the cruise control. You can't drive that. (laughs) So
2: that's the deal. But but it's being reinforced all the time. There was recently uh, an issue where a motorcyclist, uh, I think, killed somebody and that person had used cannabis and the judge really laid it down thick and said they were making an example of them and it was simply assumed that cannabis use was the causation of that accident, and yeah. there's no, there's no nothing to believe that with, other than people making the assumption immediately that there, that there is right. So that has to be
0: litigated. That has to, there has to be a court, there has to be case law generated. We're in, in we're in, a, we're in a case law vacuum right now.
3: But we're in a, still in a zero-tolerant state, so that means that the presence of THC is all that's necessary in order to prove imp, uh, impairment. Not it's be active though. Yeah, active THC. but it, but you know, really, what we're talking about is did the person behave in a, in a reckless behavior? manner so regardless intent
0: so there would be some intent there well, or is I criminal don't, i don't think anyone well there's no attempt. number
2: there's no like nanogram number that can like scientifically Showing. conclude that somebody was like affected by the use of Canada's. okay so let's talk about so, that. so what's going to happen
0: with the state please well, what are well, they, 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 they going to do well, for now i mean they,
2: rick and rick and chime in but for now they have to like kind of do their job so to speak and look to see if somebody's Driving in a way that that requires further investigation, and but their citation has to support the, it. The and they same they things to... like they Maybe get him on film going over the line three times, okay. or going too fast, or too slow. Well, I would think or, uh, somebody's drinking, you yep. know, right. or something. Yeah, yep. but there has to be something that that make that gives an indication that there's a reason that the person shouldn't be out there driving. And you know, right. maybe there's a medical he's reason. They and the, and the police is doing them a favor, but you know, but yeah. but uh, going too slow. You know, that's when the investigation starts. You know, but, but uh, there's and no he's like driving too slow, pulling somebody over for something else, and then like hey. It's Noticing some pod in there leading to like some kind of a test where a positive thing happens, and the next thing you know, the, you know, yeah. nothing ever really happened on the road, but the person's not and all of a sudden driving yeah. under the influence, you know. Yeah, cops that's so. their bread and butter is yeah. that is that rabbit hole. Uh, so, yeah. Re- yeah, absolutely, here's
3: it's their th-
4: bread and butter. It's their word against
3: yours. Realize that the state wants an easy way to be able to tell if someone's intoxicated by cannabis, so okay. they're not necessarily concerned about being scientifically accurate. They want something that, that is an easy test. That's why they have a breathalyzer that's a machine that tells them right away if they're. Legal to grab this guy and take him off the road. They want the same thing for cannabis, okay? And they're willing to sacrifice science to get it. So we've had these oral test swabs that they've tried, which is a pilot program. <clears throat> the results of which should be uh, announced with uh, pretty soon here. Uh, there's That's also the one been, they did
4: out west, like three four months ago. They had five the different western side of the state,
3: five counties. Uh, yep, five counties around the state. Yep, they sure did. And then was a second thing too. The legislature convened a special. Uh, Cannabis and Driving Impairment Panel, which is a group of experts specifically gathered together to find a THC nanogram limit that they could put on the system, which, you know, they're trying to duplicate what they see in other states. Other states have nanogram driving limits, so that's why they want one here. Except our insider tells us that that particular commission could not Decide on a number because it's not scientifically accurate to use a nanogram blood and limit to determine impairment.
2: And in my opinion, Jesus. the five nanogram thing, like in Colorado, for example, when legalization uh-huh. passed, was designed Damn. to like
3: <laughs> drop the money allow base. people to feel more
2: comfortable with voting for it. You know, knowing that yeah. it was suspect. I mean, you still have to prove impairment along with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so
4: and and this, the, one of the reasons why the biggest uh, component against it in Michigan is law enforcement. And because they want to be able to measure it. They want to be able to just not have people think they can just drive around smoking. So, Rick, you
0: talked about, or Jamie, either of you, you talked about other states. Um, What is their parts per million like what a, ah. it,
3: so the nanogram driving limit is of course a measure of of the amount of thc in your blood system and it's measured by nanograms it's just an amount that's infinitesimally small it's ridiculous most testing machines have a range of error of about one nanogram so if you see a number that's one nanogram that should never be accepted in a court. okay uh, washington state i think has a five nanogram limit i know another state has a three nanogram yeah but how limit can
1: you too. tell if you just like you- you just did it, or you did it the day before.
2: Well, that's where active THC it, comes it's in. It's active right? for a few hours, and you can tell during that time if it is. Yep. Are there that's any it. states
0: testing for active? Is that are they?
2: They're, all the tests are for active. Are for
0: active, okay. Right. And
4: they're actively citing no, people? No, in yours? There are some I mean, states. Not necessi-
2: well, I don't know about... Uh, sorry to confuse the the question. No, no, but, no. But, but, for example, Indiana has no, nothing on the books, and they still consider anything in your system at any point. So, yes, it could have been. Five days ago, or okay. two weeks before, or something like that. You're you absolutely can right. In Jamie. You.
3: Yep. And in so. fact, actually, I was referring to the states that really test uh, for for blood. Um, but you, you know, you're right, though. I mean, anybody that's under the influence of cannabis in some of these states can, can immediately get themselves jammed up. Wow. So that's why well, I mean, Look people of people, that people that
1: go don't, from, oh, don't be doing it, you know? Like don't be smart. Use your cruise control. Don't smoke when driving. Uh, do well, that Would stuff. you be you For be, the
0: record grind time with Darren McCarty provides no legal advice regarding how to drive or not. Yeah.
1: That's a, that's a strong
0: strong <laughs> if release you liability. Yeah, yeah you don't take legal advice no, from me. This nothing offered here is legal advice. If we want legal advice, call a lawyer. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, use your common sense. Like, but common yeah. sense, that's fair to you. Yeah. Mean, what about you, Jamie? What's the biggest difference since you got, you know, obviously you're, you, you, because like you said, the, the involvement and it's taken the, you know, difference between starting at a dispensary as a business guy, real estate, turn a dollar to now, you know, helping write legislation yeah. legislation
2: yeah. yeah well the whole process has opened up a lot of more opportunities and yeah for, man. for me and people around me and but what
1: are what do you enjoyed like Rick said that the the with him is that what he's seen is this with the, what the taboo going away, and, yeah and then and how it's been able to you know, everybody sort of in whatever way, maybe open the conversation. What about well, on this, your end, or what, yeah, what would you like? Maybe not even that, but what would you like people to understand? Because you're the you're the guy sure. writing the stuff, you know. Right. So you're in there sure. doing
2: the stuff that we don't even understand the words. Well, I mean, I mean, so I guess the biggest thing is this thing could have taken many different turns, sure. and there's different variations thereof. I remember when I was on your show, too. T- yeah. You talked about that you personally would be fine with a, with, a much, with a much more restrictive model as long as we can just get this thing started and somebody yeah. 21 and over could go into a store and get it. Yeah, and, and maybe, you know, if we would assess that that's all there is available, we might support that. But we knew for a long time that, right. that, that there's a lot of room for improvement. And I think there's even room for improvement from this law, even though it's probably the most broad and liberal in practice right now for legalization. Mm-hmm. Looks, it's, I'm pretty but still, impressed with it. The concerned. point is, it yeah. was good. It, it was, you know, it passed our test good enough to support because we worked with a coalition of people with different ideas well, on this. And we all kind of gri- out. Yeah.
1: You guys yeah. put the work in. Like I always say here at Time with Darren McCarty, it's, it's, it's life 's about self awareness and hard work, and what do you put in to get out of it, and you know what you guys should be and when people understand if when they look back at you know it's it, you guys Jamie Lowell and Rick Thompson are the guys that have this is ten years in to get it to this point it 's taken a hundred years to write a wrong in the world right almost a hundred years it 's going to yeah, take
0: I always think about these guys like the day after that Tuesday. Did you guys just like have a bunch of free time? <laughs> like all of a sudden, uh, fucking, I got to write 500 emails. I got to do 10 t- Facebook posts reminding people to call their representative. Did you guys just all of a sudden have a bunch of time available? Yeah, how was that? Uh, how was yeah. that? I know a victory <laughs> what a is relief. winning a
1: cup, but yeah. that must have been. How was that when that, you guys. That was your Stanley won? Cup. <laughs> that, yeah,
3: that was the Stanley Cup. And we know we had media yeah. there, we had uh, TV cameras there, we had all kinds Take of. Take us through the, the day. You know, because because
2: day was kind of interesting. That, guess, it yeah.
3: was really, and you know, I started out the day. Uh, actually, a, a reporter from Marijuana Business Daily had come out from uh, Washington D.C. and he was uh, following us around, um, uh, following me around in the morning. We went to the voting polling place together. They wouldn't let him bring his camera into the polling place because that's the rule. So yeah, so uh, there was no phone. Uh, me voting actually, but I was holding up my sign. So they they sort of did a daily diary. And he went from there to Ann Arbor to interview a couple places, and that was exciting. But we were really stumping for Dana Nessel, the attorney general, all day long, as well as our proposal. We, we knew from polling, polling said about 57, 58%, which turned out to be true. But Dana's campaign was a lot closer than mm. that. We knew it was going to be a tight race. And that's well, the a lot of was money was super dumped super in. super important to right. us. On
2: behalf of Tom Leonard, like $7 million. Yeah. People abandoned. The the shooty race early on, knowing that Gretchen was very likely to win. Right. Mm -hmm. So they started
0: throwing money at the AG. Yeah, yeah, the AG's Uh, race was closer. It
3: tightened up in the last days of the election. So at the time, all day long, we were really worried about Dana. And then as the polls closed and election results started to come in, many of us from the community had gathered at Cannabis Council in downtown Detroit, along with those TV cameras and other reporters and, and, I don't know, about 50 different people. Uh, And we really enjoyed watching the election results come in. For our proposal. But Dana's campaign was a lot tighter, and it was a real gut-wrencher. And so we were sort of reserved, and, and you want to be excited for our proposal, but fuck, Dana's really struggling. Th- that's
2: the home run. Man. And yeah. then
3: when finally we announced our proposal as being victorious, National Normal said it in the CRMLA, and then Dana Nestle's campaign was announced as a winner too, the, the one-two punch of that that's when the. So, I, and would wow. you agree, like you said,
1: apart, the, 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 oh, the kicker wow. to the whole thing? But Dang. the reason that now you're sitting here going, be patient because we're having conversations and um, people are, you know, like, wait, there's a problem. Like you said, the Dana Nessel, the attorney general that you just talked about, uh, Facebooked you back six minutes later yeah. after, yeah. With, with no, because. That's 2019, what I'm talking about personally, people, if they want to change, you got to change it. There's change being made. Both. Without the both of it, right? We're pretty sure, because if it, if uh, Leonard gets in, then it's probably just <laughs> yeah. stalemate. It, we got a, like a sh- shut down government, right? Who knows? I'm glad
2: we don't have to find out. Right? Yeah, Isn't
1: that yeah. awesome, though? And then, not only that, Jamie, but but, okay, so it's the way it's supposed to be, but then it's operating okay the way it's supposed to be and it's not because it, i'm getting everything i want it's no but i'm getting respect hey we and talked about that feel.
2: letter which which was a request to do something about the predicament we were put in by the deadline ending and i think the governor and with the attorney general's assistance came through with fine colors on their on their first kind of test to have to address one of these issues. Yeah, so well, that's another yeah. question. Then, that was huge. You write the letter, the, yep. you write the post, sure Nestle would.
0: responds in six minutes, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. We're in a paradigm shift, a new world. As soon as I saw her respond, yeah. I'm like, we're in a new world.
1: Right, and then right. Tim, <laughs> and then Tim
3: like- at 4.30 that day, after, after the letter was submitted to the governor and the attorney general, and we had our conversation online, at 4.30 yeah. that very day, the governor drops a letter that says, we are going to reinstate the dispensaries that were closing. We are going so to reinstate C- caregivers into the supply C- chain. Mac, we were, the exact we're result we were looking for in The letter yes. uh, was achieved later yeah. that day. Now it would be it would be pure hubris to think that in one afternoon this entire big change could have been accomplished. Obviously, this was in the works from some time right, long, right, before, right, right. This right, but to 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 be involved in it that close to the completion of it that really. That, it makes you give a sense of accomplishment. Makes you feel it's like indicative your voice of
1: matters. people who consider it. Your and voice take it seriously. and there is a bit of common sense or people care about each other a little bit. Yeah. That, that's what I, and that's what I love about it. People aren't. So, so d- Dana is
2: not only in the cannabis world. But uh, for for other issues that yeah. she has addressed during her campaign, she's coming through with what she said she was going God to do, bless her. and and that's, God bless her. that's it's so far so good. A person, other word, uh, that's all you want.
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, it's early, right? I mean, they've and, been and,
1: one and, month and in or office, trying, so or trying or making one the well, so point. Well, the reason that
2: she responded to Rick is because she pays attention to what goes on and what we say in this community, and she can, she understands that we were a part of supporting her to to be there, and and uh, oh yeah, and, yeah, and, you, and you, she's taking this seriously, and that's, that was and, evidence. And, and, she's heads up. The
0: evidence of his post, her response, comment in there—it's that's what I'm saying. Paradigm shift. Yeah. When, when's government ever responded? Yeah. She, she was a hash she, bash, man. I mean, I mean she yeah, was. You know? And, and yeah. I
3: was—I I was fortunate enough to uh, uh, MC or to moderate a couple of gubernatorial uh, debates too. So I had exposure to Whitmer a couple of times mm-hmm. and okay. Dave Nessel as well too. Mm-hmm. Uh, being uh, and I'm on the, the cannabis uh, uh, caucus of the Michigan Democratic Party representing the the fighting fifth district in Michigan. Yeah, go for it. Gretchen, <laughs> go Gretchen was good on the issue when she was a lawmaker too. When
2: She could weigh in. She was reasonable.
3: So so when we're looking at the the people that are out there that have an ability to actually make things happen, maybe it's switching over. Instead of being Lansing lobbyists that have the ear of these elected officials, maybe it's people with a ground-level experience like us.
0: Yeah,
2: man. You know, because that would be refreshing. It's a new legislature. There's more turnover than there has been in recent years now. There's new people. Well, I
1: always say um, you got to keep your intentions pure. Yeah. You know, if you keep your intentions pure, and that's that's what the plant, you know, if you live your life like the plant, which is resilient mm-hmm. and patient, right? that's thing can through anything. Yeah. Yep. It can wha- get through anything, but it, the way that, and you look at the way it's been through time, it hasn't,
3: yeah, look at the proof statement, and that's how do people perform over time. Because someone can be a hero one year and then a complete goat the next because they just fail to perform or they drop off the face of the earth or, or whatever. Yeah. But when you see guys, and I'm sorry to, to say this kind of conceitedly, but when Jamie and I have been doing this for like nine, ten years. Absolutely. I mean, you, I, I'll stand on my track record. Hell yeah. No, 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 any it, of my media you quotes. You guys' record speaks time. for itself. But this is yeah, why, I th- I mean, and I think that that's why,
1: um, here, why I wanted to have you guys uh, and why it's important to, to Tim and I is because yeah. not only of our relationship, but we want people to understand that we know. But I'm sorry now if I know, if Darren McCarty knows, then the people out there want want yeah. to know knows who it is to talk to him and to be, and and uh, I'll bring something up because you wanted to talk about this, but, <laughs> but so people know. So... um Uh, So I've been around, obviously, uh, trying to advocate for uh, cannabis with these guys at different events. But uh, I was uh, up in Flint, uh, did an alumni game, and then did a comedy show after. And I, who do I see in the crowd? i expecting but these two. (laughs) And I go, what are you guys doing here? And they said, you're up in our neck of the woods. We had to come out and support you. And I just thought is when I mentioned to him but I'll have to have you on Grind Time and I came back to Tim and told him but it was just like that's, that, that's the community and that's just sort of like the stuff for me that I really like thought was like dude that's cool because thank you that means something because I always say here at Grind Time 2 knowledge is power and I follow the Safer Mission Coalition on that news feed because with yourselves and Deborah Young and, and everybody else because to keep in the know what you what's being talked about and I think that even more so now that you've Rick Rick you've come in and Jamie you've come in and let people know that maybe the voice of the people sounds like out of any time in Michigan in the past 10-20 years that this is the time that hey if you got something to say don't be afraid to come out and say it because you might be heard you know or, or you know and if, you, if it means something that we got people here in the government that you know. It care. feels like, or it's, will it, show you the respect, you know, and, and treat you like a human being.
0: It feels like with the, the the passing of this most recent legislation, and and listening to you guys talk and us here and having this forum, it feels like it's shifted a little bit to the the citizen, like the citizens now kind of in charge like citizen now you have to learn the law citizen you have to listen to some podcasts with some experts on it so you know how much you can carry like citizen it's your here here you go citizen now you you have to step up it's been it's empowered this at the citizen level
3: now to educate to become comfortable to try it if you need it right but the state is a lot more helpful in that education process than they were previously. Okay. Uh, the fact is uh, when the medical program ran out, everybody read the law and we had a plain reading of the law and we understood exactly what the rules are. And then local communities would come up with a different version and yeah. then the state wouldn't argue that. And then this guy would push the limits and the state wouldn't check them. But now we have a system where the state is going to check people that have incorrect interpretations of law. So I think people will be more able to affect the legalization program than they were able to affect the medical program.
1: Okay. Okay, and in that question, which back before Jamie, the so when I see uh, communities opting in and opting out, mm-hmm. can you guys explain
2: what that means? Does that mean if you live in one of these, you won't get weed? Or this needs some uh, clarity. Actually, the, the issue gets to be pretty weird at, at, at some turns, okay. but uh, uh, you know, let's try to talk about it a little bit. A, yeah. a, a, a locality has the option of opting out. If they do, they're saying that they don't want commercial business there. It does not prevent the individual rights. Personal freedom still all. exists
3: no matter where yeah, you yeah, live. You can still okay. grow
2: 12 plants, your primary residence, and use. Yep. Now, would, that, would that include a micro-business? That'd be commercial business too, and so yeah. that would be included in the ban. So you yep. couldn't you couldn't have the, the right. that either because the micro is a commercial license. It's a right. LARA thing. It's just it a is. different little division. It, just, it doesn't require having an MMFLA license. Of okay. course, that's its other distinction. Okay.
3: Yep. <clears throat> so the fact. Just Hi Perry. Hi Perry. How
0: are you? Perry's everybody? in the house. Yeah. Well, he's going he, he, It's gonna be I tough know, to move Perry. him right now.
1: Yeah. You have to sit. By him. Have a
0: seat, man.
4: Hey, can I ask a question? Yeah. If, um, when Colorado <sighs> became rack. Um, High time stop having cannabis cups in that state. With
3: Michigan becoming
4: ranked, you think we're going to have a cannabis cup coming up in spring? Oh, yeah, absolutely.
3: In fact, the cannabis cup is looking right now for a Detroit venue. And if they don't find a Detroit venue, I'm imagining they'll probably stay at Auto City. But they're looking at different options. Uh, but for sure we're, we're hearing about a uh, at least one this year yeah. Normally they do. if two. they
4: had another one what an amazing an event that'll be we think so many so too. people first, would one first one after legalization after yeah, legalization especially really if it was crap. somewhere downtown
1: Detroit 15,
4: <laughs> 17,000 people before so yeah. no, if I, I don't, if yeah I go, go back great place so,
2: for so people uh, to
1: come uh, get information I want to so hear this about so now
2: the so now it out. doesn't really make any difference if a place opts out right now at all because as we said the rules haven't even been promulgated yet there's no threat why is there a big Deal made so there, it. because because some people are interpreting the language to uh, to the, to believe that businesses can just open up by right and start applying to the state for a license if the localities don't specifically ban it. So some people are trying to say it is an opt-out law. So you have to opt out, otherwise these businesses can start coming in there. Now, I don't agree with that. I don't think that was the intent when we were writing it. I don't think the language in the law supports that interpretation. Yet, the State Department and Lara says that's how it is, and so does the Michigan Municipal League. is telling localities that's how it is. So I I am personally trying to kind of work on this and try to, figure out what it's being based on. I'm open to that being the way it is. Right. But nobody's been able to adequately or convincingly support that conclusion with the language or any reason for it to be that way. Right. So so to you. So, it's not, still, so not having an ordinance right. is just as good as like banning it essentially. Right. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> And oh, the right. place can't open up unless the locals so create an you're, ordinance. You're I'm wanting not you're wanting more of an opt-in
0: or something. You want a hand raised, like you want some declaration at the munici- municipal municipal well, level.
2: The law says you have to figure out you know which licenses you want, uh, how many, where they're going to be located, just like you know what okay. localities do. And and um and then if that's written kind of strangely in some aspects, and there's like this double negative in this section where it says like the the you know the 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 business applies for the to the application and if the localities don't call the state to say that they're out of compliance of the, of the ordinance then they'll issue the license so it's not necessarily the state will call and find out what's going on with that the local the locals will call the state to say whether you know or to say whether they so are. So there's still some uh, tangled yarn in well, the,
3: the. The fact yeah. is, no community has to have a business in their midst that they don't want. Right. right? Okay. So they can always still regulate these things out. And what Jamie's mentioning, Section Nine Sub Three Sub B specifically says that you you have to have an ordinance that complies with the legalization proposal, Section Six. Uh, in place that. at the time that the licensee applies to the state in order for them to and, get
2: approved. And that section six describes what I said. Right. Which licenses how right. many where you want to locate them. You know, so, so the so fact it, is there's a mechanism so
3: within the proposal itself for communities to regulate right. this activity. So the whole opt-in thing is... is right. So it's, And, and, and if, if, it says, if it says you're
2: going to call to say whether or not they are out of compliance with the ordinance, it means that there was an ordinance. Right. So not right. having so an ordinance in effect means... Yep. So so it's so, my so question to the state or to the or to the Michigan Municipal League at some point will be: If a place just opens up on Main Street, and and uh, the, you, the, the the locals call the the state and say, "Hey, these guys just opened up. We don't have an ordinance in place, or they, and we haven't we haven't done an opt out. Just because they haven't done an opt out, are they going to issue the license anyway?
5: No, oh. right. It's not so an opt out. If you if
1: the, the bottom line here on grind time. Is that if Jamie Lowell or Rick Thompson doesn't have a clear answer right now, then we he have
3: to wait to and see. Well, we we do have a clear answer. The answer yeah. is you do not need to opt out.
1: Right. Well, you no. Know, right. Right. Which what I'm saying don't, is don't that you're they're, they're tying too much up. Like like you so said, no, no, at the no, end what what of the day, you don't have to have a business. So you don't want. At the end of the day, this yeah. plant, if you smoke it or use it in any way, will sure. not kill you. Boom. Yeah.
2: Those are two facts. Yeah. So.
0: But that's, we're working, up, we're fighting. So there's a there's a couple other ideas. things. We yeah. we know that our right. opposition
2: has gone around telling people if you don't hurry up and opt out, then then these places are going to open up. Right, so it's and a so, scare so, tactic. So they hurry up and opt out. Then there's then these headlines. These headlines: sixty that. to eighty places have now opted out. Now the other good news is that locals, and you said it, this comes down to the locals. Even if the 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 board or the or the trustees or whatever form of government that it has, council members. Um, even if they decide they don't want it, and they formally opt out, or they don't create an ordinance, the locals, under every circumstance, now can do a local initiative and so and, put the, and put, put the put uh, the the vote up. Yeah, local petition right. and put it up for a question for the for the local community. So really, so,
1: so what you're saying right now is that no matter what, is that the people in in wherever they live. That no matter what came down, they'd have a chance to get together and have a voice.
3: Yep, the only yes. place where it wouldn't be allowed is a place where there's no uh, municipal designation. For example, like uh, an, un- an unincorporated zone, which sometimes happens in the UP and some of the other places. But if you're in a township or if you're in a city village. or a village or a village, then you have this right to petition. So, okay. so even if your 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 locals are are being jerks about it, you still have an opportunity. There are many to places
2: where the locals in majority voted for legalization and yet the local council or board or or local government, what have you, decided to opt out, which is...
1: The
3: people are ahead of the legislators on this, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, that's good. See, because that's
1: one of the things is that, you know, it doesn't take, that means that, okay, we'll wait and see what happens and and then you can have a voice if it if it doesn't happen. But again, hopefully it doesn't come to that, right? Well,
3: here's how this is how laws are supposed to be, right? Everybody says, "Hey, that's fucked up. Let's change it," and then they change it, right? Yeah. Now when they make the like the, the change, NFL, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like so when they change it under those circumstances everybody's already cool with it so the change just makes sense and we go on our lives. What doesn't work is when everybody's cool with something and then the legislature fucks with it and now everybody's forced to accept a change from the legislature they never really agreed with in the first place. Taxes that, stamps this
1: went up too. That
3: is what people resist. And really when you talk about the war on drugs that's what happens every time. They make stupid rules that the people don't accept because it didn't come from us. It right, come right. from from big pharma or from a, a law enforcement lobby or from whatever source it happens to be and the people know cause, yeah because if you've had a, an experience with cannabis the government can never lie to you again right, that's, right. because exactly. you know it's not the killer that they portray it to be you know it's not all of this horrible thing that, that that's going to cause you harm and yeah. it's going to bring harm upon your society so once you've, you've experienced it and more people do every single year the government lost more and more arguments every single day yeah and finally i think you know we win. In a progressive state like Michigan, more quickly than places like North Dakota, but I think it's coming everywhere.
1: When, uh, that's when I was introduced to the... Uh, oh, thanks, Boogie. When I was introduced to uh, the cannabis plant and, and found out the truth, somebody very smart and of some respect very much said, now you know the truth. It's your responsibility what you do with it. Yeah, right. right? So that puts us all... And I think that that's the great thing with cannabis, too is that you, you not only learn your body, which has an endocannabinoid system, which means a processor for this plant, right. but you go on your own journey. You have your own relationship with no matter how. You look at Grateful Meds and Uncle Todd sitting here. Yeah, you know, concentrate, concentrate, all these different ways to find out how you enjoy it. Oh, I don't like that. Then I won't try it again. That's one thing that I've found, whether you're talking about edibles, wax, anything, is that eh, if you might overdo it a little bit, you're not going to do it again because it's a respect, right? Right. Yeah right. Yeah,
0: check. Don't do that again. Don't well, don't do it that way. And yeah. let's get,
3: let's give credit. <laughs> Everybody's credit to, Give credit to the caregivers of the state of Michigan because all the advances we made in cannabis science from from the time in two thousand eight till right now yeah. have been because of caregivers doing experiments or learning from other states or bringing in new technologies, Boogie, what is this? bringing yeah. in new equipment from other places. Oh, yeah. So the fact that we have all of this wonderful science and all these wonderful options right now yeah. are because
1: of people. So.
3: The
0: I know Todd's cannabis. product. I the use cannabis. Todd's product because of
1: Caregiver at, at the dispensary. when I, and I, and that's a great story because it's like the, the quick one, but Tim was a, a user from a dispensary before he even met Todd. That's right. Grateful Meds when yeah. I told him he was coming in and to have the, and that's the whole thing. It's it like you, like you said, it's in the cannabis world or even it's that personal relationship, not only with the plant, but with. The people, yeah, yep. and there's so many like how many eclectic and different so people have you met that in you this never would have encountered fight. otherwise. When, when
2: I said the Mac, the Mac organization, the first industry organization started, what turned into the MMFLA, that language was reflective of what was working and unfolding out in the real world, which was the caregivers, okay, supplying the stores for, yeah. with, with the inventory and being the central location where the where the medicine they didn't need. For their directly connected patients could go to where it could be made available to those who could use it. And, yeah. and get a choice to check things out, maybe even make some personal connections with caregivers at times. That's how we started the whole thing out. That that was a functional extension, a way to carry out the spirit and intent of the of the Michigan Medical Marijuana Act.
3: Yeah. Caregivers so provided the, caregiver the best model. Pool. The yeah. caregivers provided the best pool of quality medicine and, and quantity medicine. Uh, available uh, to patients. And then to the patients, feel, that sort of a source is crazy. And for those of you who, who may not be able to watch but are just listening, <laughs> yeah. Darren McCarty did sort of a little mini-jog around test the studio These here. things are so he took, he's just comfortable. He's he shoes on, He
1: just shoes got these new shoes. It awesome. was like his first 10 steps right you, there. Uh, yeah, if you didn't know, these are... Uh, t- whose are they, Tim? Darren McCarty Enforcers?
0: Darren McCarty Enforcers. Enforcers.
1: Yeah. And they are so comfortable. Hand-stitched, <laughs> Italian awesome. leather. They're very
2: nice. Look, you got your pair on <laughs> no? And so, so what I want to add, too, that the, to answer, to it. the state now... He doesn't now, know if he's going to wear them or just uh, keep them for souvenir. The state now has reverted back to that exactly. very same proven functional system several times to save the lack of being able to roll this new program out That's of we're right. And that now, right? right? And that now.
4: And, and uh, towards the end of March, they're going to pull that back away again and... Uh, we're going to be well, great. But are they, or will they well,
2: re reevaluate so, and extend it again? I, I believe we on. continue to see a sense of these are the guys to ask. I think you have a couple things that happen. I think they're going to to address the system that's in place now and make it more efficient, which could include a change of how the board works or whether the board's there. And I don't you know what the options are, but changed, I believe they're looking around. at why things are are slow to roll out and mm-hmm. the boards part of that and, and how they choose to address Staff, that could be many you know. different ways but I believe they do create a more efficient system ultimately okay. and that helps out so by the time we get to that next deadline maybe things are better in place and they can say hey maybe we can move forward if not I believe them to be sensible enough to do what's necessary to keep things moving and right. let's yeah.
3: look at it for, uh, from a realistic, uh, realistic perspective <laughs> <laughs> a lot. there was no alcohol the, involved the, in fact that, no? the fact is that the licensing board only had seven opportunities to approve licenses in January they have one meeting in Mar- February and one meeting in March before the deadline. How many licenses will be approved during those two months? Enough to make a big difference in the industry? Absolutely not. I think not. So they're going to face they the exact same decision in March 31st that they faced Three more essentially months January 1st. And I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful that at that point they still use the same logic. But again, we, we can only, we well, can only guess. can let's look at it this way. How about, no, nothing's written? How in about stone. we do the
0: math? So would it, let's say we give them all twelve months of got 2018. No, 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 no. Hang on, hang on. If we gave them all twelve months of eighteen, right? Mm-hmm. Divided by forty-nine licenses, right? So in twelve months, what's the math on that? In twelve months, they issued forty-nine. Yeah, right. So that's how many a month? That's uh, four. Four a month. So if in three, that's only twelve dispensaries. Six
4: hundred to eight hundred applications on the state's desk.
0: Right. Yeah. Yep. So and, and they got to pick that up, right? <laughs> it has got to be better to review than four some a month. of
2: the people who have been denied and why they've been denied. There it could be such a minor yeah, weird excuse of a reason that they could that could be well, I've heard maybe. stories,
0: yeah. I, you know, through the grapevine of some pretty shitty applications. Like yeah. I've heard some idiots have sent some shit in and, and yeah, well like well, they
1: should get turned away well they, they are be. that <laughs> may be true yeah. well, well that's good but that's the th- th- reason to t- sure and that's what we you don't want that like that's the and then the reason and then kelvin johnson,
2: johnson has a right traffic ticket from years ago and that's the right. an issue you know yeah but,
3: but so this is what you expect from a first-time <laughs> program right you expect a lot of people who have expectations but not a lot of experience to try and get into the game and maybe they make some very very rookie mistakes yes. and maybe people make their best effort but that really falls way short. To the standard okay. so you know people wouldn't have invested that kind of money in that time kind of time if they didn't really 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 want it what this really did though I think by the first round of rejections is force people to form corporations and, and to find other people that are like minded that could perhaps support right. their weaknesses which, right? only right. make, which you would think which, in the
1: long run would only make it stronger because you're putting people together like I'm, we're trying to have conversations and trying to glass half
3: full this whole thing you yeah. Know? yeah, but no, I'm looking okay. at it as an opportunity for people to come together you well may that's remember. why we created
1: these conversations yep. and let people know or try to find out that, hey,
2: look into the MI I Legalized? Look into
5: well, the
1: Laura? Look into The, no, the normal sites. The the
2: it's got a lot of great government. information. Yeah, American Safe, safe, the ab- to to safe the Access. The, ab- the other yeah. thing, too, is legalize,
3: I do, a, uh, I do a, an MICBD so. conference, which is the Michigan Cannabis Business Development Group conference, and we've had about nine across the state so far, and uh, uh, that's a place where people who want uh, to make those business connections are able to actually come together with people who have, you know, investment dollars to spend. So there are forums in
2: Michigan now where we can connect these people. And next one is going to be on hemp, which is also part of what, right. we, what we just passed. and also part of yeah, what yeah. other laws March have passed 17th. federally and in, within the state during the lame yeah, duck yeah, it's too. It's so there's, there's opportunities well, the, for hemp that's evolving. And, and, and the, the difference there. between hemp and
1: tea, hemp is the... That's, that's Explain hemp out there. It's the non. It's more of the CBD, or it's the part of the plant that doesn't have the. Well, and
2: it can be used for tens of thousands. Oh, of, they used of, to make Henry Ford made a car out of it. Sure, yeah. and so so besides foods and medicines and maybe some ways to get to some of the the cannabinoids that we want, and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, one,
0: one conversation. Right? Yep, sorry. One co- yeah. No, you're on. You're no, on. you're on, James. you got a mic in front of you. Yep, so
2: anyway, the point is tens of thousands of, of, of different things can come out of that, and that's difficult to, 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 to estimate what could happen if our farmers can be the ones that can produce it, and we can start having manufacturing plants here and the various things could.
1: It would be like it was 100 years ago. Yep. Everybody get healthy.
4: But yep. now
1: we got the interweb. Perry. Perry Vellucci. What's up, hey, Perry? Where you hey, been? Mac, how you doing? Good good nice you to see you
6: show up. Uh yeah, thank you. Yeah, a little a uh, little late with work. No, no, that's I know that's, uh, that's that's gonna that's, gonna that's a
1: problem here at grind time uh with Darren McCarty, that uh, you know, just getting this thing underway. Obviously, you know we're on iTunes, right?
6: Say all- Absolutely, yeah. Say yeah. hi to all your hi, iTunes I, I, followers. I, I, hello, everybody out there. Yep, this is great. <laughs> this is yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Smart ass. Nice <laughs> no. little studio here. Yeah.
6: Oh, well, yeah. no, this is. Wait till you come back. Wait, wait we're,
1: mo- hey, we're moving two weeks there. We got now. We yeah. got the big one on yeah. the table. I'll show you up on the way out upstairs. Is a new setup because yeah, uh, just wait till you guys come back. Yeah, that's scene. You know, I got Perry working another job right now. I gotta get him on the payroll and stuff. So <laughs> we gotta start paying the bill. Yeah. Or yeah. else he's gonna keep coming in like this and mm-hmm. just no, no, and we're, them we're gonna change that. No, we're all good.
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well so that's good to see. I interesting didn't watch stuff, great stuff. Ignored. No, this is great stuff. Um,
1: no, so we're talking with uh
6: just about the
1: uh rules of the M I legalize and all that stuff. Uh mm-hmm. oh, I was asked these guys earlier, who do you like in the Super Bowl?
6: Patriots. Okay.
5: Yep. All right.
2: Most of
3: us are, are going for the Pats. We-
2: I have, I, I'm going to kind of rip for the Pats. I'd like to see Brady get another Super Bowl. Well, here, this is I'm buying where, the Brady this story. This is where yeah, I almost podcasted
1: yeah. earlier and say, you know what's freaking crazy? Listen, okay, so Brady's playing in his ninth, right? Nine. So he's, um, he's five and three, right? There was a point in time not too long ago, like three years ago or whatever like that, when he was four and two. I'm also 4 and 2 in championships. <laughs> I I lost the first one against Jersey, won the next four, and lost the last one against against Pittsburgh. So yeah. 4 and 2. I said Tom Brady and I said, you know, just a bunch of goats, you know. <laughs> now he had to go blow me out of the water. And now he's going to be going to Super Goat mode. He, so. He's in another
6: club. He's, a, he's, he's, just, a, yeah. he's beyond. I I've even say that. Super it's goat goat unbelievable. <laughs> what, what's that like, Mac, to play in six Stanley Cups? I mean, uh, to be a participant at the at the the ultimate peak uh, you get of the sport. Right, you
1: get caught in the right situation. But it also, too, is when they're talking about nowadays or today, uh, the last couple of weeks because of the Super Bowl, and they talk about dynasty and stuff like that. You know, I considered – our Wings team, because it's it's tough to dynasty, you know, without the salary cap and in different eras, but to, you got to think about this. So we did it, you know, over, if you take first to last, you know, like say 12 years and, you know, ups and downs. But the times we missed, we missed big, mm-hmm. you know, we made the playoffs, but we missed some you know, first round losses that, that were bad. But you look at this Patriot team and you look at over like 17, 18, 19, like 17 years now, is, like to do it that long for longer than most people's careers and be there nine times, but like that's ridiculous. Yeah, in a in think about it in it's sports, it's 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 guys who don't play nine years in the NFL, yeah, the majority of dominance. players. Yeah, but in sports, you'd in where where the sport is set up for parity. It's set up to get you know finish last, pick first. You're supposed to roll over, roll over, roll over. They don't do it with superstars, other than a goat, but a guy who a guy who has got to be. The fiercest competitor as far as will to win, like and, and execution of anybody. So yeah. I mean I, I hope you, I, I mean I hope it's a great game and it should probably be, but who knows? If they can get if if Donald and Sue can get to Brady up the middle and make it difficult, you know, if you see him on his ass.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean nobody gets to that level of of of, of championship game without being a real quality team. So you know you have to respect him. I would have loved to see KC in there instead of the Rams. Sorry, Rams, but I really thought Mahomes would have a Cinderella story going all the way and him. That was know, a good story. MVP. Yeah, but
1: dude, he did everything he could. Oh, he yeah. broke
3: so many records this year, yeah, and he's a legitimate candidate for Player of the Year and all that stuff. So Patrick Mahomes has nothing to, to, to be sad about. But uh, I mean, we, we mentioned this earlier. You know, even Michael Jordan missed. His first, his first time at a championship because the Detroit Pistons beat him. uh, His very first time out, a lot of, lot of future champions didn't make their goal first time at the ring. So,
1: well, I always say the greatest teacher for us was was losing. If we don't lose, like, and people got to understand, it wasn't losing a jersey. In the Cup Finals. Because you lost there and you went, ah, we're going to get back. It was setting the league record. 62 wins the next year and losing to Colorado in the Conference Finals. I remember the scariest feeling ever.
3: Fucking Rockies.
1: The scariest feeling ever was the fact that, holy shit, we just set the league record and we may never get back to to the Cup Finals for a chance. Now... You know, we got back quick, so, one back to one of, back. So, I mean, I like to overdo things, I guess. But uh. <laughs> one
2: of the best things about the show that that you've been taking around the state—I mean, the, the comedians, well, yeah, the comedians the do their thing show. or whatever—but like. Stuff just like that, man. I mean, just talk about these really, these milestones, these great moments, and yeah. you know, these intense situations, and give the background and stuff. That's like one of the best parts well, of that you show. You know,
1: why yeah. though, Jamie, they it's because it, you man. lived it. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. I'm bringing, right. see, my whole thing is like I tell everybody when I'm going to uh, Darren McCarty slaps a comedy tour to check out grindtimepodcast.com. Um, obviously, uh, here, uh, Grindtime Podcast with Darren McCarty, we're on uh, iTunes and stuff. Thank you for uh, tuning in, but uh, that's the thing. I tell everybody, I'm not here for you. You're wrong. You're here for me because it's the power of that connection. And it's the same thing as the power of the plant because it's a combination because the truth. I think the fact that it's always been with cannabis smokers or whatever is like you're like a whack a mole. It's like sort of oh you oh yeah shh, shh you know like don't tell anybody but boom hey reefer down reefer down you know everybody smoke and then scatter or at the concerts you always <laughs> see the cloud but it was a gathering thing. Well, you know the same thing as the connection with the Red Wings or the history. It's because in sports, you know, unless guys like after fifteen. 20 years let's talk Tom Brady there's people that have his whole entire career from college and everything that have lived and died Tom Brady and then they've lost people and then mm-hmm. you know this person's gone and then they've got divorced and then the kids grow up and all this but they still have these stories about when they won this Super Bowl and when that or us so I can go around and I'm very fortunate and I realize this and this is where I protect the planet as much as I protect that crest on the front of my jersey is because we are all there together. And I have a perspective on a few things, obviously the March 26th Lemieux thing and the cup clinching and goal and just the why. I, I want to tell everybody that, guys, you know, not only like the plant, but why you guys were there too and bring you back. So that's, that's the whole thing why I do it. And to be able to travel around, it's awesome. And it's awesome because they get to smoke weed all over the state. It's great. You guys are going to know about,
0: um, and Perry was with us. Perry can attest to this. You're going to know very soon about an amazing movie called, it's a documentary called The Russian Five. Everybody's going to know about it. We were lucky enough to go down with Darren to the premiere, the world premiere. And... Um, the the, the the Russian Five, it's about the Russian Five and how they got them here, but it, it figures heavily on the, on the, the three right. Fedorov, right. Larianov, yeah. Konstantinov Slavov, and Kozlov. Kozlov. Perry, if I'm, tell me if I'm wrong, that the whole theater, it was at the Fox, when those game scenes were on did it not feel like the Joe? It it, it turned into oh, the Joe. Yeah, yeah. Let's go Red Wing Chance. Yeah, I mean it was instantly, just, yeah. and we're watching a film of these
1: games from that's, the '90s, that's awesome. and the whole theater
0: turned into the Joe Lucero. It did, but I'll give you this: story. is that
1: on a, and I implore, and this thing's going to blow up, you know, worldwide. It's it's because um, it's not only if you're the hockey fan, yeah, you'll get you'll get it in there, and about but but it's also humanitarian. You realize that we won because we loved each other, didn't? And we were United Nations. From, ever, from across the world. That's why today in 2019, I mean, I lived that. So you can't tell me that, uh, you know, my world is what you want to show me on TV or, or on the Internet because it's not. It's more like it was in the Red Wing locker room back in the
6: 90s. You live the real, real. You know' no, real, the, real.
3: It, but it's important for us to, to recreate those things because you know it used to be that, that humans had an oral tradition, and we would pass down stories from person to person, but we've long ago lost that art, and now motion pictures are the way in which we communicate, whether they're in documentary form and short form video like on YouTube. Or in longer format like this. Yeah, so this right. is the way to make sure that that message gets carried forth because, you know, a lot of times I only know about historic players based on what film reel we see from right. news footage, sure. right? Sure. And, sure. and stories that were written about them by experts. Yeah. So the you know video is the new book, right? right. Yeah. So so oh, if you want to record history,
6: you make a big video documentary of it. Now. My my daughter's known Darren for qu- for quite a while, and she's Griffin's age, his oldest, or his son's age. They're twenty two. And about five years ago, we were outside a Northville uh, place, establishment, and they had a, uh, the skeletons out there at Halloween, and there's Lemieux punching, or Darren punching on the mute. The skeletons. They made the skeletons like that. Yes. So they had skeletons like that. <laughs> yeah. So so my daughter's looking at that, and I go, do you know this story about Darren? All she knew was, you know, yeah. she was born in 96, right? A year before this happened. Oh, wow. She, all, she just knows Darren the person, right? And okay. that he was a former Red Wing player, and, you know, people love him, but she had no idea why. I said, listen, we're going to go watch the video. I showed her the Claude and Lee fight. And yeah. she just, all she did was sit there and goes. God, I wish I was there. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And I mean, but it was, but it was, you know, but that goes to the point of the video. If she didn't have the video, all she knows right. is Darren McCarty is Darren McCarty, former Redwood. Well, that's the greatest gift for me these days because, like you said,
1: you just na- nailed it. Because I think Griffin's twenty-two, and when I meet kids nowadays, it's like if I would ID them or not, and go. So I got to think that because YouTube or. Or the video of it that their parents, because now I know how they were brought up. Because if the younger kid knows what's going on. It's like, man, you were raised properly. Yeah,
6: sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: So here's, I'll tell you a, a, just a little story. I watched the game where uh, drape got his face bashed in, okay? I watched it. And, and what was most important about that game to me is what happened afterwards. And you, Darren, stood with, with Chris. And you were on video, I believe uh, uh didn't you do a, a broadcast where you had your arm around him and you, and you, you you talked about uh how you how you thought that was just a cheap shot to take against your your brother chris Draper uh, I mean that was like that was visceral that was it was emotional because well, I was already i was furious as a as a as a well, as that's a the fan whole watching the whole thing I was like, are you fucking the, kidding me
1: sorry. right well that's and you know what like that's why our hindsight. And to look back and to see that and for you to to talk to me and to say, you remember having that and to you see how it played out. Him. That's why when I tell that story, like, doesn't it blow anybody else's mind? Like, boom. Like, the fact that how it played out with Larry Anov and Forsberg starting it and then yeah. me getting him and then getting a... Four minutes for roughing, and ten minutes calling, and scoring the winner, which gave us a proverbial sigh of relief around Red Wing Nation and the f- universe. Which hindsight propelled us to back-to-back cops and four. And you know what? it Like, yeah. But and it all started of getting the but the whole thing because people, you remember me doing that interview, and that's before. And then I got to think yeah. about it. That's what people think is that they forget. There's eight months between when it happened and when the March 26th game. I don't know. I'm not mentally strong enough to shut everything out of my head to not think about the revenge I wanted. So how many times did I just, Oh my
3: god! And the whole city too, because the free press put a still photo from that from that uh, interview. And Drapes so brave, right, to be able to go out and show your face like mm-hmm. that. Because I mean, yeah. if you haven't seen it, look on look on YouTube. Yeah, right? it was okay? after getting I hospital. mean, he, he was not looking so good, right? And he was bold enough to go on camera to do that. And the f- the free press and the news, everybody had it. Sports Illustrated was talking about it. Uh, uh, it, it was. It was graphic, and we saw for sh- for real what the consequence was, and that's when the city started to say
5: mother. Well,
1: fire. that was the Detroit. Don't that you was, come and back, it was back to the Joe Louis Arena all of again, you little. From the hey, the the eighty year old lady that that is, that is still like cleaning the houses, man. She was yeah. more pissed than all of us. It. Like everybody, yeah. and we felt it, and it was just like because it was the disrespect. We wanted to pelt him with octopuses, man. That's it, <laughs> dude. He had to have security in Detroit because he had
3: death threats and he stuff. Did. Mm-hmm. He did. Uh, and you know what? Uh, that's that's the, one of the first evidences you can really point to of using media in order to create a message based in, in sports. Because a lot of times we get involved in the teams and everything, but it it doesn't. We don't have that that super oh, connection. visceral! Like it got personal. But like that yeah. it was that
1: turned like, That turned ninety yeah. six. Like that that series started oh. to to oh two, till it was like it was a different. It was war. And it was loved hatred. Drapes. It was awesome. Everybody yeah. loved Drapes. Oh, he, uh, was a, yeah. he was
3: a very popular player. Mm-hmm. So when somebody like that gets munched, I mean, it shouldn't really matter, but it did, right? Because it was Drapes,
1: and, you and know, then he didn't apologize, and then just said you never heard of him. What, what
3: is that you say about
1: Chris Draper's height all the time? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, dude. I always first I say is the, I got to preface it with the media guide. Media guides lie. It's like Playboy for athletes. If somebody says they're like half an inch right in their height, that's they're automatically inch and a half shorter, Chris Draper, sure. right? And I said that too. And he said no one, no one measured him uh, on or off. No one said on or off skates when they measured him. So he says he's six foot on skates, which means that he's like five nine and a half. He, he,
6: he told us that uh, a couple. And then of he kept two, sending me hey But no, my
1: whole point of it is this: it's it's hilarious because that's the one thing with him, anyways, is that it. Like, you can always, it sort of bothers me. He sent me pictures of the back of his hockey card that says 5'10", and I'm going, dude, that's not a media guide. That's a hockey card. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that can be doctored, too. So, it's a good running joke. Hey, didn't you guys
6: have a game Sunday?
3: Yeah,
1: we had had the
6: outdoor game uh, down at Clark Park. The Red Wing alumni uh, played the UAW. I didn't even get one. Actually, I got, uh, yeah, Mac, uh, I, I, yeah, I you, warm, got one. Though, Mac, I did, you got back on one. Mac, you got one. I did? You got one. Yeah, you got oh, one. I got one. You made okay. sure. You made sure. Oh, maybe it was I uh, I don't know. I was just trying to stay warm. It was cold. I'll tell you what. He. Yeah, he was short-shifting it, too. It yeah. was... Uh,
1: <laughs> I wasn't tired. I just didn't want to sweat and get cold because like, didn't, I didn't want to get hot enough to sweat. You just wanted a body and temperature. Then, and then cool down and then freeze. Okay. So I just, like, luke-warmed it and then just... Yeah,
6: exactly. You know, it's <laughs> just... I've got... Actually, Tim, yeah... We'll, we'll, Next week we'll pull up some video. I got a uh, he made a nice sauce. Uh, Mickey Oh Mick, that was sick. Mick missed it a lot. That logo, was, but it was sick sauce. Dude. It was, it was. It was you can see him just take his time, lean I down. Best, just I little. had the best chirp though.
1: Best chirp. Even uh our Cairo, Eddie texts me the next day and he said best chirp because uh there was a young guy on the other team who came by and chirped at our bench, the, one, of, one of our coaches, because um, he'd coached him before or whatever like this, and I told him, come on, kid, you score one goal, you're not a goal scorer, just you suck one cock, you're a cocksucker, little <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's true, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> just let him know, it's true, it's in the
6: hockey Bible,
1: guys. It's in the book.
5: Well,
6: Mac, Mac I mean, how did that feel? I, I hadn't played. Cold. cold. <laughs> but I haven't been outdoors in a while, playing out there. But I mean, you know, that brings up the memories. But yeah, I mean, that would take physical it, activity. How did it? I mean? You know, uh, it was cool. It be was cool. Like, you know, it, definitely Sun the glare. Was out. Oh,
1: the worst part, right? And it was like a flyover. You know, the flyover at the end of the anthem. Oh yeah. Okay, there was no flyover, but this gust no of flyover. wind came through, and it was like the flyover. And I was like, I'm almost the fuck out of here. This thing, <laughs> this
6: thing was bone chilly because I don't, I love snow. I hate cold, and 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 the wind was coming into the the into the wings face that towards where they were going. So you'd be skating, and also you just whoosh, oh. and stand still. Dang, dude! I had my oh, man. bacala that's man on. against nature. No, well, right. speaking of cold, it was minus thirteen bada when bada. I just pulled in. It's cold as hell. Out
3: minus thirteen—that's air temperature, not wind chill. No, right. right.
0: Exactly. So you're
1: you're about right. Minus twenty two on your way home.
3: (laughs) Yeah. The
0: whole state's closed tomorrow. I mean, businesses are closed. Post
1: office is not delivering mail. Schools, universities.
0: It's this is legit. Supposed canceled. Wow.
1: That's awesome. So if you're out there, uh, tell your friends to listen to Grind Time with Darren McCarty. You can catch it on
3: iTunes.
0: Yeah, on iTunes.
3: So, so this just proves one thing that uh, you know, perhaps the president can shut down the government, but only Mother Nature can shut, shut down, down the whole fucking nation.
0: Yeah, right. No shit. Only Mother Nature can shut Michigan down. That's right. <laughs> what do you say, uh, Mac? You got uh, you have that one show that you uh, talked about. Want to remind people about the
1: comedy show this weekend? Oh, yeah. What's going on yeah. this weekend?
3: My man's got an awesome Genesee County Compassion t-shirt on right
1: over oh, there. Oh, there you go. Yeah, GC3. get on camera. Three. Big there boogie you go. right there. Genesee <laughs> County Compassion Club
2: up in Flinttown. They go oh, it's way, just, way back. They're a big part of this history.
1: Hell, yeah, dude. And, and, and it's a big homecoming for me because they were an integral part of the beginning of my journey uh, and education. And, you know, the one thing that I think it's important is... You know, to have which, to have a safe places to go, to be able to ask questions, to be able to educate yourself, to find out what you like, what you don't like, because it is a journey within yourself. And uh the G3C is a place to do that. There, since this legalization has happened, once a month they open up the doors after eight o'clock to twenty-one and older to introduce. To people what it's like for... That's fantastic. It is. So they're, uh, I'm going and then my show, uh, Cam Rowe, who's a hilarious, hilarious, Dang. funny comedian. Yeah. Um, it uh, is going to be there with me and uh, cool. we're going to have a... I gotta have my shoes out there. <laughs> the badass like kicks.
0: And uh, our our hosts, I'm uh, sorry, our guest tonight, uh, Rick Thompson and Jamie Lowell. You guys are podcasters in your own right. Yeah, Can you tell the, the, the people? Yeah, tell people how to listen to what you guys do. You guys generate a lot of content.
3: Well, thank you. Uh, we do the Jazz Cabbage Cafe, which is a broadcast from Cave Radio. It's available from CaveRadio.net. Is that right, Jamie? k No, CRB Radio. Sorry.
2: CRB Radio. CRB Radio.com. Dot dot com.
3: And okay. that's, a, that's from 2 to 4 on, uh, I'm sorry, from 4 to 6 on Tuesdays. Uh, and then also we are typically guest on the Planet Green Trees Radio Show, which is hosted by Attorney Michael Camoran. Yep. That's from eight to ten p.m. on Thursdays, and that's available at PlanetGreenTrees.com
2: for a long time. That like is seven years and it. Wow. four hundred and eighteen weekly episodes. Do yeah, the but, math, but but plus there was a, there was another round of like shows oh, yeah. before that whole count started too, and it is like a really important, probably most complete archive of like what's gone on. You know, you want to talk about resources. Week week yeah. Well, yeah gc3 has also
3: had a radio program that has been going on for a long time jeremy rapinski has been uh, rocking it out for uh Absolutely. for ages and, and i don't know whether it's been continuous yeah. or not it used to be on but Wednesdays certainly
2: in the afternoon it, we were on it a couple yep, of times. in
3: the early days yeah i mean there was a, a lot of stuff going on a lot of people were doing radio i was doing real radio on w uh ktg WFNT and wdtw with steve uh, green uh, with okay. steve green yep And uh, 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 podcasting, and and Jeremy was rocking it out, too. Uh, So there was a lot of progress being made on a lot of different fronts back then. Cool. Awesome. So GC3, uh, can you give us a location on that?
1: Yeah, we can look it up.
0: We can look it up, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. We'll have it on the Facebook page. But oh, yeah, I'll yeah, put it on yeah, the Facebook
5: yeah, for
1: page. sure. I know how to get there.
3: And what, what time are you going to be there? At
1: uh, the it show starts at 8:30. 8:30 or, Saturday. Not 8:30 not Saturday. Super
6: Bowl Sunday, but the night no, before. No. I'm just going to get you primed. Do you, have, yeah. do you have anything else this weekend? Any other shows? Or what no, you? no. That's, oh, that's just the G-
1: just just GC3. On, just on this week, uh, just that. I will be actually. Yeah. That'd um, next week's episode is going to be, uh, at eight thirty, Um, because I have next week, I'll be Wednesday, six to seven in Chesterfield at Dunham's. Nice. Oh, okay. I'll be there. Um, oh, and, uh, I believe the Tuesday is the toast to hockey town.
6: Okay. How but was last weekend? Uh, with, uh, awesome. Was it the- comedy last weekend was awesome. And, and you, so you had the comedy. Oh, you had the game and. Oh, no, you didn't do the I sign, had three. I had three
1: comedy way. shows. Um, where were we, Boogie? We were in Grand Rapids at the Cheshire Kitchen, which went great. Thanks, Ray. That was a great time. Uh, yeah, East, uh, Towers, East Towers. Um, Towers for a fundraiser for a girls uh, soccer team, varsity soccer team. That was a great time. That was on Friday. And then up to Sandusky, Michigan, which was my first time, home of Colleen Howe. Mrs. Hawkins. Oh, no kidding. Uh, phenomenal people. Look forward to doing some great stuff with them. Uh, Mike, Shane, uh, all the people out there. Just just great. That was a big show. Uh, um, great, great hospitality. Yeah, good food. Great, great, great food. Great people. And we look forward to doing a bunch of other stuff. Uh, I, obviously, um, I know in the future, I know that coming up at the Jewel and Grand Blank on. The ninth, I'm doing a fundraiser for my buddy Rob Watson and the U4, U-16 baseball program out of Fenton. Uh, and that night, we got uh, Detroit Cast's uh, very own uh, Eric Fady E. opening up, and uh, one of my favorites that I've met through my. Uh, comedy track tony Vasic, so he's going to uh come and do that on the ninth and uh then then the rest of the month i'll have a bunch of stuff up and uh he's going out to san francisco what's
0: the san francisco thing next yeah Thursday? next so
1: uh, athletes for care so one of the other things that which is obviously great to uh be involved in so it's for all the former athletes a lot of football players basketball players that uh use cannabis and introduce them, so I'm going out to San Fran to speak at a summit on Thursday with Nate Jackson, former uh, Bronco. 49ers. Done a bunch of stuff with them before, so just another way to get uh, some word out and, you know, knowledge. Knowledge is power, trying to see how, you know, you're just trying to get like minds together, you know, like just uh, like you said. Yeah, the NFL has created a whole lot of people who need cannabis, man.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, and well, so and, so the and CBD. And but, so is the NHL. But yeah. when
3: life offers you an opportunity, then you can either man up or you can shrink back, right? Right. And life has given you an opportunity Amen, to use right your celebrity in order to be able to raise funds, draw awareness, uh, create in people's minds what the ideal circumstance would be. There's a lot of different ways in which Darren McCarty can right. can make a difference. And the fact that you're doing three shows a week. That's important. Just so, getting people yeah. to listen. You know, three shows a day, rather,
1: right? The the but the uh, the the bottom line is the one thing with, and especially with me and, and what the you know grind time is all about is is about our truth. No matter who comes on here, it's just speaking your your truth and how to enable. Like I said, I'm not gonna. I'm too old to argue with people, but I'm here to say. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, this is what I mean. Or. If I don't know, here's the best person I know to give you the information because it's all about life's tough enough, mm-hmm. right? And and everybody's, uh, this is how I uh, elaborate it, is that for lack of a better term, everybody's been through a war of their own, right? What's going on, that's Schedule 1, that's for the generals and the people that do all that stuff. None of my business. The education is the boot camp for the... It's for the education at a young age, the youth coming up and stuff. That's for boot camp. That's not me. I'm a medic. I'm a field medic, which means I'm concerned about guys like me who are like me right now that are that are considering, you know, suicide or different ways because they don't have an option. Just to say, hey, mm-hmm. before you do something, you know, Try maybe this, this. Try maybe that, this, like RSO. Is the greatest gift, Rick Simpson Oil, which is the plant concentrated down in the most effective way you can ever take it. Why? Because it'll shut your body down. And sometimes that pause or that time out is what people need. For me, I needed it to get out of the physical addiction of alcoholism. That's where it helped me to get beyond. But I also use it it now when I start getting sick. I will hammer my system with it because I know... All Darren McCarty is responsible for himself is to fill his endocannabinoid system <laughs> responsibly the way that he knows how. Yeah. Now, that means that sometimes, I like yeah, that, yeah, do I take uh, maybe too many edibles when I shouldn't, or do I smoke too much wax maybe at the wrong time? And But yeah, maybe I do, and maybe I get yelled at, until, and maybe I come back from it, and maybe, you know, but it's better than the alternative. Until um, the studies come out that show you. Out of a thousand people that zero or not zero but ninety percent don't end up with cancer. And on the other end, people that don't smoke,
5: how just, many what it is it? doesn't percent? matter. It's
1: because the truth will prevail, no matter what it is about whatever. And and I'm gonna speak for this plant that it's not afraid of any part of the truth of it to be known. Because that's what it's for. I was amazed
0: to hear about Ray. I never knew how they had told him after his Aneurysms, mm-hmm. Razor Ray, Razor Ray, yeah, God bless him, famous uh, Ray local Ray guitar mus- uh, musician and guitarist. But it, it turned out that after he survived that, they had said that his cannabis
2: use—well, he wanted to, yeah. So he, helped he, the system he, in survival. Yes. It, well, there's a patent by our, by our own government yeah. uh, uh, right. for for cannabis as a neuroprotectant. Okay. And so Ray approached the neurologist that was was examining his case, as I understand, and brought up the fact that, you know, he uses a bunch of cannabis and he's aware of the fact that this is out there. And the neurologist agreed that, you know, there could be a component there that helped him get through his his aneurysm.
0: Yeah, because the fact that he survived this particular aneurysm was a. A it's not common, right? Yeah. Yeah. CBD
3: yeah. and CBD, there are several different components in cannabis which helps to stimulate the brain and protect the brain. And we actually have some science to indicate that it helps to regenerate brain cells, which is something, until recently, it's supposed we didn't think it was guys. possible, right? right? So the fact is, uh, it's, it's entirely possible that that has have a, a, a success in, in resolving this, it certainly helps in Alzheimer's patients. It helps in other people that express uh, problems uh, with brain chemistry or brain physiology.
1: Wow. I know for me, with uh, you know, in, in the thing with CTE or brain injuries or stuff, concussions, stuff like that, you can't prove till after. But but it's it's this conversation, like, yeah, it's like it's like, is there extraterrestrials or whatever? Well, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can't. I've never seen one. I can't prove it. But you know what? Are you? I'm not going to say there's not. Because argument, there's enough arguments out there or people you'd, you'd that be a have... Fool to say
0: there isn't. Right?
1: right. To, to say whatever. So there's enough there to say, I know for my fact that I was told that when back in the Heights at the end of my alcoholism uh, because I didn't stroke out or have a heart attack because mm-hmm. my cannabis levels were so high and because I didn't suffer break, stroke or whatever right. is because of that enable. And, and you know what? All I know is from where I was... What my levels were, everything else. And I'm just grateful for this plant. That's why I'm going to stick up for it because even when I was trying, even not knowing, I was helping myself. It, wow. You know,
3: in America, we have a tendency not to to ignore a science that comes from other nations, especially medical science. Interesting. Uh, so in Israel, they've been making fantastic discoveries with what what you're talking right. about right now, Darren. And, and not only in Israel, but in other states, uh, England has a big GW Pharma organization, and they do a lot of testing over there too. Uh, Spain has done some testing as well too. So there's there's stuff coming from all over the the world. But in America, we seem to be closed off to any of that. So if it doesn't come from an American institution with American standards, then we just sort of ignore it. Yeah. But the science overwhelmingly indicates what you're talking about is that having a regular dose of cannabis or having cannabinoids reintroduced into your life helps to make people either healthier or more resistant to those things that can cause them problems.
1: Yeah, Hence why people…
2: You know, more science for. is needed, but the but the… The the belief is that it helps to regulate a lot of the other systems. Absolutely, yeah. Wow, and and, and you because your, your endo- because two, like your endocannabinoid water. system. Well, definitely. To-
0: It has an effect on hormones, right? Hormone output, hormone level. Well, certainly
3: smoking cannabis helps to produce serotonin and some other neurotransmitters. And there are other physiological side effects too. Sometimes you find a racing heart and things like that because it's helping to produce additional adrenaline. So there are physical uh, uh, things that happen. The (laughs) thing is we are so rarely understand their effects on the human body because in America we've suppressed those human trials which are necessary in order to be able to determine scientifically all of cannabis's effects. Right. Now, as far as I'm concerned, our experience as a species says, what's the big fucking deal, yeah. right? I mean, thousands of years, Ameri- uh, human beings have worked within cannabis to the point where yeah. our systems have, have joined together into concert to create an endocannabinoid system and a cannabinoid producing plant. It's, it's in other things,
2: you know, those components, but not like the concentration in right. the exactly. way that right. is in Canada. No, absolutely, right.
1: absolutely. But the conversation and the fact that um, it goes back to the two. We're in two thousand nineteen, right? Like you said, it's like time to, you know, sort of like it's we're done being like buffaloed or told or controlled because people, the truth is out there, and it's like, like said, the more we're allowed to. To look into it, I think the better it will be because,
2: and not everything's for everybody. Right. For the longest time, what there was to study was like one strain from this right. University of Mississippi, yeah. but there is some movement there. They're adding more types of cannabis to look at and opening up some venues here and there for some studies. And there have been some studies that people have taken upon themselves to, to do some, some out of the University of Michigan. Uh, our place early on was part of one with a uh, with the Wayne State University and a student. Um, who was getting his Ph.D. in medical sociology and determined that people will use cannabis in lieu of some prescribed painkillers when Mm -hmm. they have access to it. And that was early on, and that's been now supported several times over. Just now seen seen recent articles about that.
5: Yep.
6: I, I still find it hard to believe it was forty years ago that I got high with my grandmother. Yeah, when Perry she, just told the story on our last can, episode. She had, yeah. That's an she had, interesting, very cool. When story. she had cancer, yeah, that's a very cancer. Yeah. The doctor Dude, told her. Dude, that's why I love you, bro. Here's yeah. that thing. The doctor response. told that's her back interesting, forty interesting, years cool ago story. that you know what? I wish I got high with my grandmother. It might help. Might help alleviate some of the pain and See, the nausea and the stuff you're feeling. She did try it. She didn't like it.
2: Yeah, but we could give the the our our toilet out toilet it out of So forty weird. years ago, that's before there was a big, a, big, yeah. a big promotional uh yeah. uh campaign against you know? of course it was yeah. out there before, but the way that it's gone down, you know, oh, yeah. dare and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. There wasn't yeah. that kind of same like con- like I uh, maybe the real fear that some people had during the Well the you time said 78,
6: 79, right? It was seventy-nine and, and that yeah. that was the year I graduated high school and they came out with a study not long after that, but it was about the cancer. That was the well, that was the peak usage of of marijuana during high school years then it dropped a little bit and then like you said the dare programs and that came out but Yeah Nancy you that just said no mean, we and, we had no clicks. everybody partied. I mean we no just drama came over. to you no one you know, felt there was a danger because they knew yeah I was already yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. You know, and, and like I talked about before, every time someone uses cannabis, they know that the government can never lie to them again. Well, generationally, we see families where cannabis was used by parents and then used by children and really no no ill effects. So now you've created a system where the government lies to you so you no longer believe the government. So now in addition to to keeping cannabis away from humans, which doesn't make any sense to begin with – now you've eroded people's faith in the system. Right. Yeah. So that's generational, too. Because when your dad says, fuck the
2: man, what do you grow up believing?
3: Fuck the man. Fuck the man. And my, my
2: dad would be 87 about now. And he, he never really gave a shit about cannabis at all. But he did not like prohibition. Right. So he supported legalization. Right. Because the choice.
6: So all the, the weed I smoked back through high school and then in the... Few years after, until I had kids. Yeah, it's called Mexican and, dirt and, we do. and now, I mean, literally, as as you know, I I really maybe a hit here or there because I can't what it does to my body. It just doesn't work for me, you know. So I know you just them you know. Right? I know, yeah, but that's why I. That's so, why we got to get you. So on every time picture, you hit the dose Well, the I, I, mean, I know, I know what you know. What I want, I just want something that nice, little mellow, you know. I I don't need. Could be a one in one, and
3: you should have a variety of choices available to you, so that the medicine that works important. best for you and right. your ailment is what you can select. And yeah. you should also be, be kind of guaranteed that when it says White Widow on it, it's actually White Widow, well, that's not actually whole, Green Crack. It was renamed White Widow because nobody buys Green Crack, but White Widow point, sells pretty good. So my whole
1: point with it's not what the strain is; it's who's the grower. Or yeah. get back to so who, what's in it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, no who who did it? Who's grown it? Like you yep. say go see him, go see them, go to that spot because you that's to get people in the door so that they feel,
3: oh. Yeah. See, this is the advantage of the micro business. Like right. Exactly. About. That's why it's so, like... But but let's realize one thing, though. Sometimes the people who grow cannabis best are not necessarily good businessmen. Mm. So not the best caregivers are not always going to be successful managing all of the problems that come with a vertically integrated system like that would imply. So there has to be a different level of participation for them. So if someone <sighs> like uh, uh, Jamie were to get a license for a vertically integrated system like that, he could contract with a Craig River who could come in and just handle the cultivation things that he's really good at, and Jamie or someone like him could handle all of the additional business things, yeah. coordinating so all the other stuff too. So everybody can uh, find their the right products. place okay. here.
0: Well, that's but- my understanding of the best collectives, actually, right. that when they allow the stacking of the licenses, mm-hmm. what you just described, the most intelligent, and what I believe will be the most long-lasting collectives are those guys who as soon as the stacking was allowed, they started reaching out to the collectives. Mm -hmm. Like uh, a personal friend of mine, these guys that were smart that were stacking this license and they got a place up in... uh, Chessoning. pinconning
3: yeah oh pinconning different place
0: yeah uh, my, my my buddy my brother brian mccarroll these guys oh, these guys yeah, these guys, yeah. Good. oh he's an amazing guy he's a, guy. not only is he a big part of my cannabis journey but he introduced me to the gym the owner of the gym that i work out at uh-huh. so yeah brian mccarroll i love him he's my brother been around for but a while the collective that he's in
2: very, very aware of him and what he's been able to produce and cool okay so knows. you know yeah, yeah.
0: so um the, the those guys in his collective, those guys were smart enough to to start reaching out. They started reaching out to growers like scouts find NHL players. Like those guys were brilliant that run that collective. And 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 in my experience, the ones that are going to last the longest are those guys that are smart enough to do that. And they seeked out these growers like they were rock stars. Like they they. Uh, Recorded them and stuff. Man, th- and those know,
2: guys really are a, a, a complete package. They, they, they care about what they're doing. They yeah. create great stuff. And that's to Todd's guys. Todd's guys
0: them. were He brought his guys with him uh, from his place mm-hmm. and they sat down and talked
1: with us about the process. Those guys, well, the passion that they talked with the process and about. And that's the whole like thing. Like artisans. Here. Grind time. That's what grind time with Darren McCarty and these conversations that we hope to bring. It's because putting, you know, does it doesn't surprise me that. Tim's guy and you know that guy and he's no, because it's it's just intertwining into the fact that hey, do you know this guy? Oh, you don't know him? Hey, he's one of he's one of our guys right. or we know him, or it's a combination. It's the facilitation. Circle of life, man. Right. It's just the it's circle a, it's of life. Ex- it's it's not King. just the circle of life. It's the infinity circle of life. Well, it's it's of those
3: this is one of those things that, that no one ever gives us credit for, right? We have an entire industry that's already been built before legalization came along, before the MMFLA program came right. along. And some caregivers created brand identity simply oh, through absolutely. their good quality and the way that they distributed to the, the gray market that we participated in. Uh, so That's they were one, already right, well right. known, right? Some yeah. of these people really had an opportunity to shine. And a lot of these people it. are
1: known more out of state.
3: It, you know what? There's been national competitions where Michigan caregivers have done very, very well. And in fact, captain Kirk, our medical medical guy has won. I can't tell you how many cups, many. <laughs> you know, uh, our, our friend leaf doctor has done the same thing too. He's midnight good.
2: roots. Oh my
3: God. So many different people. In, uh, Doc from, deadhead from, Yeah, you're right. Doc. we got a cup winner in the, in the, in the house right Fuck, here. Yeah, there we go. do. <laughs> so, so the, the fact is Very we're flammets, looking at people cap- here who yeah. have a real excellence, and they've taken it out of state as well, too. Well,
1: I judge. Obviously, I try to get my nose in there and get as many judging to do whatever. Uh-huh. And the, when the high times people, there's no every from up and down who have been everywhere, and they say Michigan's edibles are by far ahead of everywhere else. That's they amazing. always come here Excellent. and rave about the... Progress or the innovation or how the edibles of Michigan just not even close.
2: Great example right here. Third Coast, yeah. yeah, these we these uh, grateful meds right here. Yes, yeah. sir. No, yes, absolutely. All know. Well,
0: I, listen. I want to just thank all you guys for coming on such a this weather and the the, the uh, you know 2019 polar vortex. Man, it's and, an honor yeah. to be here, man. Dude, yeah. oh, we you. love you guys. The, the, oh, thank first, you so much
2: for the for the first podcast or the first. I, yeah, oh, this <laughs> is the first. You're
0: on the first the inaugural iTunes podcast. Yeah, yes, yeah, I, yeah, I and I, I wouldn't have know. it any other way, man. That's, That's excellent. Brilliant.
2: Yeah. really appreciate, appreciate the honor yeah appreciate the opportunity and I, I know you gave us a lot of credit but we do represent mm-hmm. a lot of people and, a and lot there's a lot of people effort. and
0: we'll talk more yes. maybe we'll get those people on the show Darren
3: you know yeah. we'll get we've always got a lot of show. connections no matter what the thing is what we've discovered doing all these podcasts is it's great to be a generalist right and then invite specialists to come on yeah, so absolutely. this way you can, just, you can have an intelligent conversation and spark that direction and then let them go Well, what I,
1: what I love is it, it, that's the whole thing is like if there's a certain thing you want to talk about it's like oh have you met this person or you should call him and it's like oh i haven't yet but you meet and that's the thing because it's about getting the knowledge out there so we look forward to that so for
0: Yep, and of and, course, I want to thank uh, um, Uncle Todd from Grateful up? Meds grateful Meds, Thank grateful you very much. Med. And all this amazing product, Grateful Meds. Whenever you can seek out Grateful Meds, I highly recommend it. And I know Darren likes the stuff too. It's I just, do. And the, the, the guys, you brought the guys with you from your company, and there's so much care and passion. Um, I, I, just, I believe in Todd's company a lot. So Grateful Meds, thank you so much for coming.
1: Yeah, exactly. So Jamie Lowell and uh, Rick Thompson from MI Legalize and uh, what else? A uh, Michigan normal board member, and
3: yeah. I own the Michigan Cannabis Business Development Group, publishing ja- magazine.
1: Jamie, and you are uh, also too the author of. The
2: well, I was a co I was, a, I, was, yeah, I was at the drafting table with many others. And how was that? Like way.
1: before I let you go, but how? How was that? Long and arduous.
2: Well, there. Yeah, to a degree, although. It, Maybe not as as bad as you may expect. I mean, there were some times where some things needed to be kind of ironed out, but, but there are many different interests with different perspectives at the table, but we all knew if we combined resources, got together behind one effort, then uh, chances of success would be a lot better. Some people propose some shit, and you stomp their ass. Take credit for what you
3: (laughs) did, man. You helped us get some of the protections we have. The reason that we have the most permissive possession limits in, in, in America right now for Michigan is because of Jamie Lowell and Matt Abel and Jeff Hank. The constant voices in there representing the patient community saying rules are, need to be right sized to make sure they reflect reality and that they mirror what we give medical patients.
2: Understanding that we were giving up some things we felt should be considered, you like, know, more broad and liberal too. So, yeah. we, you know, we did our part and we stuck to with those things we thought were important and. We have, we have something that's pretty decent right now. Oh, well, we, The
1: state of Michigan. Well, yeah, is, and, and, thank and Rick, thank you for bringing that enlightenment, and obviously with uh, say Matt and, uh, and Jeff, too, yeah. for what they've done for the oh, people. Oh, there, there were others who, who Well, who, uh, yeah. there, There's, there's always somebody there's oh, yeah, A lot yeah, of yeah. people
3: to give credit for for the success of this, but I just mean on and, and some of the big battles. and yeah. there, were, there were a few battles. These were the people that were representing the side that we would normally find ourselves aligned with. So, uh, and that's really uh, an advantage of having them on the drafting committee. Uh, we had two representatives from MI Legalize, and then one representative from MI Normal, and that was Matt Abel for MI Normal, and Jamie and Jeff from MI Legalize. And uh, uh, with the what the ACLU participated to some degree, and one uh, of the ballot
2: groups from 2016 that ran kind of against us, MPPs, some representative was there. Uh, other other industry interests and. Big, yep. I shouldn't say big business, but you know more business interests. Yeah, which at, which know, show, shows that
1: the wheels uh, turning. Yeah. Yep.
2: Well, but that's yeah. the advantage when you have a large
3: coalition of people, you have a diverse group of voices, and then you find a, a system as long as everyone's willing to compromise that that is probably likely to get passed. Mm-hmm. If you have a group of people that all think alike, they're all gonna <sighs> going to probably bring something forward that may be difficult for the community for the people to accept. Mm-hmm. And, and but and in it, this instance, it was it was moderate enough that we got 57. Uh, Yeah,
2: National Organization Marijuana Policy Project came in. They've had experience in many other states doing this. Their guidance, they brought some people who had been involved in writing these things quite a bit and uh, an attorney named Heather as he did a great job too without them we wouldn't have made it yeah you know that's so, awesome so we so it took took a coalition this time and the experience they brought to the table and we again deal some stuff along the way but you know here we are we're after, sitting in pretty good shape
3: after 2016 we realized that a coalition of Michigan activists just didn't have the, the gunpowder to be able to make that kind of fight work right and being able to align ourselves with national partners is something that we saw was successful in other states. And so MPP was the agency that initiated a lot of those programs. So we were able to partner with them. And, uh, uh, you know, again, uh, Divergent Voices finally meeting
1: on on a happy medium. Uh, it was a successful campaign. well I, again on behalf of grind time darren mccarty <laughs> we thank you <laughs> thank you State for all your hard
5: work <laughs>
1: like you said like i always say it's uh self-awareness and hard work is where you want to get to so the uh sooner you quit lying to that person in the mirror no matter how good or bad it's going you can move forward Good advice. uh perry anything else you roughing this weekend
6: Yeah, district games got going. Oh, district games. All right, try not to fuck
1: up some kids' fucking careers, too, though.
6: I've been accused, yeah. (laughs) All right, Timmy,
1: what about you, bud? Super
0: Bowl, man. I got recording. We got uh, Riding with Killers coming in the studio. And then we're watching the big game. We're going to
1: watch this Tom Brady story play out. All right. Well, I look forward to... To seeing everybody, thank you. This was a good long, uh, good long educational version of Grind Time with Darren McCarty, and like I always say, no matter how many times you fall down, get your ass back up. See ya.